Bangin' bears, bangin' bears, time to bang some bears. Bangin' bears, bangin' bears, time to bang some bears. If you got some beers to bring, you know we're always down to hang. One or two or three or more, come see what we've got in store. A beer you and a beer for me, one and one, and that makes three. So if you think you're down to hang, come and join the banging gang. Bangin' beers, bangin' beers, time to bang some beers. Bangin' beers, bangin' beers, time to bang some beers. Three, two, one. Woo! Yangling. 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 Let me, uh, I know this is super bad to do this, but I'm going to just check real quick to make sure it sounds good. Uh, let me know what you guys think, if it sounds good or not. Sometimes we get a weird... got the premium. Fucking and premium light, dude. And premium light. We got every single current <laughs> England right, offering today. So we, first time ever, it's been asked, and uh, it's finally happening. We have the entire Yingling lineup. Uh, it, this, is, uh, this is going back to... Uh, the first banging beers days where we do a, a huge huge lineup but this is i mean these aren't like big nine ten percent or beers this is and, something a long time coming we probably should have done and uh <laughs> they're they're only the, the little bottles and between four people this is not a lot of beer if you think no. about it <laughs> um i think the only highest thing is the lord chesterfield yeah, yeah. Yep. which still isn't that high <laughs> I yeah. think he's like six maybe i thought it would have been seven well, but... i guess we'll find out but yeah, here we are. So we're doing it. Um, this is something we were hoping we got big enough one day that we could do it with one of the family members. But unfortunately, that didn't happen. Hey, for maybe us. they'll see this. Yeah. Well, listen, if you guys know anyone who works for Yingling or knows people who knows people, um, send them this video. Tell them we, we love them. Uh, we're big supporters of Yingling and we're going to do all their beers. Um, you pick these up all at uh, Wise, right? Yeah, it's the only place I could get like singles like this. So. Okay, yeah. This is the most expensive Yingling purchase I've ever made by cap per capita. <laughs> it was like eighteen dollars for a nine pack. Oh, when yeah. like a twelve pack of Oktoberfest, like twelve bucks. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, I've. But it's I, for the feature. Yes, I've spent a lot of money on Chesterfield in my day. Um, shockingly, that looks beautiful. Shockingly, I'm very real. Like I'm. I know you guys. We you were tough on it in the beginning because you know we wanted that craft. We wanted the IPL. We wanted all that. But I love the flight. I think the flight's like a great all day beer. I was an ass whole when flight came out simply because i'm a dick yeah <laughs> but like i mean it i would take it over michelob ultra or anything like that i would take it over like if, if i went to a party and flight was there miller light was there or like these these easy drinkers i'm going flight all day oh yeah well I, i'd probably if lager was there i'd probably just oh, yeah if it, was, if it was if i was comparing to another yingling product but like i don't know man i think you get like a, a cheap little and they sell them those big pounder cans the real big ones, mm -hmm. you, you get like four it's of those cans, pounder yeah. cans uh, taken that, with. that might push me over the edge yeah that's, that's I mean, yeah, you can crush them all day, but that's that's almost like drinking water for me. Yeah, I need a little bit, but pounder cans, you might push me over the edge. Yeah, there. You, you get those big, those big, those big boy cans, and you're like, oh yeah, we'll get a couple of these big boy cans and uh, and rock for the day. Put it's, a rubber, uh, put a rubber nipple on them. They're snap for the day. Yeah, liquid liquid <laughs> death uh, sponsor us. We're still here. Um, <laughs> I am exhausted. Yesterday was a long day. We got to record, uh, just to kind of put out there for other podcasts I run, The Truth Behind Illusion. So um, if we were just at the Jim Thorpe prison, uh, okay. something that doesn't happen 
Like, that's not a thing that happens for people is getting into prison and, and being able to record or do anything like that. So very, very grateful that they had us and we got to interview the grandson of the, well, the future owner of the prison. Um, so really, really excited for that. That's coming out on uh, on Wednesday. So be sure to see that. And then um, make sure you check the links below. Follow us on all, all forms of social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, the whole nine, YouTube, as well as uh, buy some T-shirts, buy some merch, help us grow. Well, the um, merch is growing. All the stuff that we is out there is awesome. So go pick it up. Yeah, and then we we have um, a future. So every show is getting like a cartoon or a pop culture reference to their shows. So the first one, Truth Behind Illusion, was us as the Scooby Doo gang. Not cool in high school is getting a Harry Potter one because kind of like the rebirth of the show has been was the Harry Potter episode where we got our our new cast and we had some cast moves like changes and stuff. So that was like the rebirth, and I think we're gonna get like a pop culture reference. We're all gonna look like different famous uh, beer drinking or alcohol drinking uh, cast members. Um, so it's gonna be fun. It's gonna <laughs> Sweet. be fun. I'll give, right. I'll give you a spoiler. The first one we may get, we all may be yellow. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> we're gonna be yellow characters. That's all I'm gonna say. Nice. We're not gonna C and D from <laughs> <laughs> because that did actually happen at one point. We might brewery. We might get a C and D. And that would be awesome because then we were being noticed. Free, free publicity. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we're being noticed. There's no such thing as bad publicity. The Vale and Other Half had a collaboration of a beer, and they actually used a yellow character and Fox. Boom. They, like, literally slammed that cease and desist so hard. I think as long as you don't make it look like an it. actual character. I think oh, they, oh, they did. Oh, they did. I'm sure you could fight that, though. There's weird laws. Yeah, I've seen ones that are out there too that have gotten away with it. So yeah, there's people who sell like you can cartoonize yourself as those. Characters. Oh, I know. I think it's pretty much a crapshoot. So yeah. like, if you just do it and roll the dice, see what happens. Like I've seen, I've seen other beers with those themes, and yeah. no one's done anything about it. So yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of shocked with the whole Nintendo thing too. I thought I'm like. Yeah, okay. we've been getting away with that one for a while. The, the Nintendo, and the uh, the ribbon logo has been getting has been sneaking by. I think a lot of times when it's like an homage to something, it's They're not like, Meh, trademark okay. infringement. Like okay, we're toting the line. We're gonna go for it. Hey, do it until someone tells you not to. I would love a lo- a, a logo that kind of resembled the Yingling bottle, but that's too close to home. They might see that one. <laughs> Maybe we can do a collab one day. Maybe they'll see this logo. and be like, "All right, cool. Let's do a collab banging beers logo." So we're ready right. to, this is a big ass lineup. We're ready to get. Let's do it. Let's get it. Going. All right. We're so rolling. I think we should start off with the flagship, the, the original flagship, Yingling yeah. Premium. Yeah. When you went into a bar and you asked for a Yingling, this is what they poured you. That's not good. What? That did not. Uh, no didn't fizzy. have the. Well, that's fizzy. All right. We're still good. We're, we're still, still good. Carbonation. That's weird. This may not be. This might be skunked. Thanks, Weiss Market. Well, goddamn you, Wise. No. I might have poured a little too much, too. That's all right. But it's not like we've never had it before. So I'm going to preface this. We all have already had all of these beers. There's one in this lineup I've never had. Oh, really? Yeah. And there's one that might be missing, Yingling Bach. That doesn't exist I have anymore. To be an, I have to be an A. No, it doesn't exist it doesn't anymore. Exist. It's not, it's not if it doesn't exist, it doesn't count. Aw, oh, man. Because the Bach doesn't exist anymore. The sun, uh, Summer Wheat the summer and the wheat. Uh, IPL do not longer exist. Yeah. So this is the standard premium. Ooh. Skunked a little bit. Malted. Yeah. Well, um, it's premium. Yeah. Premium. <laughs> it's going to be malted no, anyway. I had premium cans where they were, it's not that bad. That's but not skunked. No, oh. that's good. Not taste like premium. It doesn't? No, it does. It's, oh, yeah. This it is, is premium. Yeah, it's fine. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I was concerned by why it didn't pss when I opened, when I twisted mm-hmm. the butt. See, that's another thing, too, over the, like, they've tweaked the recipe on this oh, yeah. a bit. Like, I remember, um, hmm. Um, I was in the military for a while, 
And uh, when I left, there was no lager. They hadn't come out with that yeah. yet. And the premium was exactly yep. like you said. When you asked for a yingling, you got a That's premium. You got. And, um, you know, that, that that was like one of the side jokes. Uh, uh, someone popped a can or a bottle, uh, you instantly knew because it had a very distinctive smell to it. Yeah. And uh, you know, that was even yeah, a now, joke. Like if you got pulled over an hour later, they, they, the cops would knew you had premium because you had that smell on you. Yep. And, uh, <laughs> that, you, you don't have that anymore. It's that good old sharp mountain water. So it, has, it has a little bit of a dank smell, I guess you could say. Like if you had a bunch of these, but this is this is nothing like yeah. like it was before. Smell like you were smoking well, weed all night. No. Well, I mean, this is no, but I, it was unique to the beer. But I, no, no pot like stuff at all to it. Yeah. it was just it was very distinctive and it was very strong. Yeah, so I haven't had this in a long with time. With the Yingling Premium, like for those that are out of the area, like I don't. I don't see Yingling Premium outside of Schuylkill County usually. It's yeah. very, very rare. Yeah. So, like, this is versus, like, your standard Budweiser mm-hmm. or, like, Miller MGD or, like, uh, even High Life, stuff like that. That's it's not, a, uh, to me, this is better than all those. Yeah. This I would take this over. This is one of the beers, like, we used to steal from my dad's fridge when, like, when I was in high school. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think everyone's first experience in this area with Yingling beer has probably been, like, or like getting a taking few, a sip of my dad's beer when I was Getting a, a few quarts and going out in the woods like mm-hmm. we had we used to have like a hobo that lived in port carbon that would buy us beer <laughs> and like, as long as we gave him his own court he would get us whatever we, we don't wanted. condone any of that children yes um, this so is... don't do that yes don't do that <laughs> they also um, do they also do some like retro inspired cans then too for the premium yeah the uh, the, the current ones so. are out there right well, now they Pretty just cool. went and redid all of their labels and cans and gave them all new looks and personally i like them because i think they do look retro yeah like well, the the current premium cans are like the old school ones. Too. Yes, and yeah. I think they look amazing. Yeah, the premium and premium light. Mm-hmm. But I mean, this is super solid. I like. I would take this over any of the other mass produced like similar beers out there. Mm-hmm. I haven't had this in a bit, um, a minute, but I I would definitely after trying this again, I'd 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 go get a six pack of it again. It's because I've been drinking so much Chetty and regular oh, yeah. and you kind of forget to yeah, get the you premium. Yeah, you do. Like you like you neglect the premium, and like I said, like you like I very rarely see it out of the area yeah mm-hmm. so it's one of those ones i remember my uncle when they used to have the uh they used to do the 16 ounce returnable bottles okay so like you drink your case you would take it back you get your deposit you like you put your deposit on your case gave back you get new one just exchange it and you would save money versus buying the other cases yeah so like my uncle who lived north who lives in north carolina he would come up when he would come up to visit they would take like a truckload of the freaking non-return or the returnable bottles back mm-hmm. to home they still has them like all over his like beach house it's great all right so here we go yingling premium on untapped is a 4.5 abv um 16 friends have checked it in it averages a three among my friends and it's been checked in fourteen thousand times <laughs> and averages a 3.18 uh that's a fair rating that's not bad yeah, at all no i mean it's a, i think it's above average for your mass produced like mm-hmm. I guess this is technically a Pilsner. Yeah, so the mm-hmm. Yingling Premium is a Pilsner-style uh, brew, golden color with a pale malt character that finishes crisp and clean. Premium blends both uh, the two-row and six-row barley malt for a thirst-quenching taste. A regional favorite, it delivers a well-balanced flavor with uh, slight traces of hop aroma that is always refreshing. Yeah, so once again, Yingling uh, beer out of Pottsville, Pennsylvania. We're not going to get into the history because that we're still holding on to that that hope that maybe one of the Yingling family members see this and we can do an episode with one of them with actually so, with so that we can learn the history through them instead of just a bunch of schmucks reciting what we read on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, 
I think what we're going to do for this episode, too, is each beer will go around and read what it says on Untapped. Give each other a little sure. bit. Sure. We'll right. have some fun with it. That uh, works. So, yeah. Um, I, I'm cool with the three. Uh, I know I protect the four. Right? <laughs> but every time I have a hometown beer, I always uh, get an extra point to the England. Yeah. <laughs> but we're no. not going to do our scores tonight. Um, so we're just going to kind of – we'll see what people think and what they uh, what they checked it in as. Um, real quick, and I just want to do one more thing with England here. Um yeah, personally for me, I really like the premium a little bit better than the lager. That's a, that's just a personal preference hey, yeah, for me. That's fair. I, I'm just like it's mm-hmm. a great beer. I mean, like it, I it's said, it's just so smooth. It's compared really to nice. its competitors, I would take this over those any day of the week. And it's like mm-hmm. what sixteen bucks for a case. So they have thirteen beers on their Untapped. They have the traditional lager, the black and tan, light lager, Oktoberfest, Golden Pilsner, Hershey Chocolate Porter, Lord Chesterfield Ale, Dark Brewed Porter. Premium. Oh, dark brew porter is the same as the porter. Yeah, the porter. Yeah. Flight premium lager, and that's their lineup, mm-hmm. right? So I don't, they can't even check in the old ones that don't don't yeah. exist anymore. Now there's two other ones that are on this list. The mango, the raging eagle mango scratch, which is coming soon. Maybe. <laughs> I've tried it. I didn't have enough to give it a full like because it because it, it, it does show up on there now and yes. it, it actually uh, they, the only place I see it listed as available is at, at the, the brewery. brewery yeah and it's one of those things where they may have it on tap and it's under a secret tap handle so you can't even see it's there um, and then the other one that was only available at the brewery was the bourbon barrel reserved uh, which was the uh, it was the bourbon barrel version of the porter I believe and. It was amazing. <laughs> it was unbelievable. So as a craft beer drinker, I would love to see Yingling do more of that kind of stuff where they make the mangoes or the bourbon releases. Oh, yeah. uh, a bourbon barrel Chesterfield, I'm just saying. Would... Uh, I don't know how that well that would go. I don't know, but I'd give it a shot. <laughs> oh, I drink it. Don't get me wrong. I just bourbon and, and Chesterfield, I don't know if that would be the uh, good mix. Do like maybe like a rum in Chesterfield. Ooh. Or like maybe like a Chardonnay barrel barrel. Chesterfield or something. Oh my god! I still. Well, I keep joking about it. I keep double joking about a double dry hop Chetty. That's what I was bitching about when. But actually, Chetty is already dry hopped. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. yeah. So you got to do something crazy, crazy like yeah. that, like Jim Beam's Devil's Cut. Yeah. Or... Is this just the light or is this premium? So this light? is premium light, light now premium that we're light. on. So we still got some more in here. Let's do yep, just this. All... all right. So this is the premium light. So this is your Miller Light, Bud Light, whatever light competitor. Uh, Russ says, uh, I love the retro can, but I do miss the School County Golden Bullet can. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Those were great, too. Uh, in the chat, if you guys are watching, put in the comment what are your what's your favorite Yingling beer. Um, and make sure, what you, if you are watching this, hit that share button. Share it to uh, on your Facebook wall. Let people know that this podcast does exist. And make sure you go check out our Facebook group where you can then do your own beer reviews, plug your your uh, your favorite beer, your favorite bar, your favorite anything, and make little reviews on our group page. And yeah. We're trying to make that like a community where people can uh, join in and have a good time here. Yeah. Um, Ben, give us a read-off of Premium Light here. All right. Premium Light is a Yingling Brewery Pilsner clocking in at 4.2% alcohol by volume. Yingling Light maintains a well-balanced character of malt and hops for a crisp, satisfying finish with only 98 calories per serving. Drawing from traditional brewing techniques, our light beers brewed longer to reduce the sugar content and produce fewer calories. Its pale golden color is complemented by a light-bodied flavor. 
Yeah. So when we always joke around, like, what's your favorite style? And some people like the sours, and some people like the the darker stouts, and I and the uh, the IPAs obviously are big in the craft world. There's a reason why I'm stuck on lo- loggers and pilsners, <laughs> and it's yeah, because of this. We brewery. grew up on this shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, I this this is the one I've never had. I've never, never had, had the, premium light. I've never had the really? premium light. Yeah. Wow. I've maybe had it once or twice, but other than that, there's a few of them on. I've had taste of their beers, but I've never fully um, indulged with them because um, I've always just tend to go to the other ones. So there's a lot of them. I've tried them all, but when it comes to taste memory, there's a lot of them I don't remember. Like premium and lager are. And like Chetty are burned into my brain. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's no escaping them. It's like holy shit. Uh, this one here, seven friends check in, averages a three. Uh, this was checked in three thousand four hundred and five times. Uh, this averages a two nine zero. I think this one's actually even more rare than the premium outside of the area. Yeah, like you oh, might find premium yeah. sometimes, mm-hmm. but premium light, it's it's very rare to see it out. In my own personal experience, I mean, I could be wrong. Maybe I'm yeah. looking in the wrong places, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So if you are a fan of Yingling, and the cool thing about Yingling, too, is they just signed a contract with Coors, so it's going to be more distributed. Now, yeah. is it going to be, uh, affect you know just their flagships, and that gets like the flight, the the, the, the lager, the premium kind of get pushed out, or is it going to be everything? We don't, what's yet, that's yeah, yet to, that's be seen. to be seen. That's very curious, because like, I think Chetty would do awesome in other places. I, I agree. I uh, think they'll do a half and half. They'll do half their lineup, and if it goes well, then they'll release the rest. Yeah. I. But that's the cool thing with Yingling. See, I, I, my it, opinion, I think that the initial push is going to be lager and flight. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. lager, if, lager, if, if they, can, flight, if they yeah. continue to do well, then, then you'll see some expansion. But I, I think those are the two ones that they're trying to push the most. Yeah, because that's what I'll see. Actually, I saw, the, I saw Oktoberfest in Virginia Beach when yeah. I was there. Yeah. But um, like black and tan is like the lager, lager light, and black and tan are the ones I'll see in like North Carolina, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like down south and stuff too. So, but never very, never these two. All right. <laughs> so the premium light, it's good. I it's mean, good. It's yeah. a good just day drinker. I'd, party I'd beer. prefer the premium over yeah. the premium light. I will always prefer the full bodied versus the light. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, yeah. the save on calories. I mean, seriously, dude. Well, with any light beers, I'm like, when you're drinking eight of them, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, like, when you're just cranking beers down all day, like, there's no, it like, the calories doesn't, you're not drinking good. And realistically, yeah. like, even the light has, you know, it still has the essentially the same flavor as the premium, but, again, yeah, it's like, just a it's little just, less maltiness. It's a, it's yeah. a lighter body. It's a little yeah. clearer. But it, it keeps the character it. of the original premium Oh, we're going well. for daddy right away? Well, I mean, I figure we'll do the one that has another version of it. I, I like it. I like what you're going with this. It's beer flavored beer. That's really what. Yeah, I mean, look it, like I would still, get I would take this over any Miller Light, Bud Light, Coors Light any day of the week. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, I agree. Like, right. and that's where, like, I think the macro brewery, like, not hatred. Like, I'll still drink it if it's free or whatever. <laughs> but like, growing up, like with this stuff available all the time, it's like you kind of like like Coors Light really, or like Bud Miller. It's like, eh, I'll yeah. drink them, but like. I take these over the many day of the week. Yeah, so these these are the flagships right here. This is the the, the logger and the light logger. So um, yep. So these are the the daddy of all currently. Like this is what Yingling's known for. Like if you order a logger, you don't even have to say Yingling. That's it. This is this is what I would call growing up a firehouse beer. Yeah. This is in every bar, every firehouse in the area. Because like for the longest time, I'd see 
someone says, oh, you want a logger? And like, it'd be like Budweiser's technically like a logger. Yes. But like, that does not look like that. <laughs> Every logger I drink anywhere in the world, this is where, I, this is, this is the one I compare it to. So I, actually, this is probably my favorite beer in the world. Uh, this is, this is my go-to. Uh, I've set several goals for myself on Untapped, <laughs> and um, one of the goals that I made for myself is to try and be the person that's actually logged the most Yingling loggers. <laughs> oh my God! How many did you get in there? He's five hundred and thirteen. This, this is five hundred and fourteen. <laughs> wow! Nice. I like that. That's a cool goal. Yeah. I'm gonna start doing that with Chetty. So, I'm gonna start so, logging. Chetty. I'm just so lazy though. Like I'm like. Like so, this, uh, yes, last night I was watching here's TV. Here's to the King of Ying. Yeah. King of Ying, this are, is are you this the is most it. are you the most checked in person <laughs> that I've been able to verify so far. Nice, but, I, but there's a lot of people out there. Man, Bob, listen, we're giving him the title. Bob is the most checked in person for Yingling Lager. The That's, Lager King. Actually, you are the Lager King. You are the Yingling Lager King. Lager King. And this is the first <laughs> time checking in on the podcast table. This is yes. this is a big deal. Uh, oh, go ahead. Oh, here. <laughs> oh, let's do this. Logger King. Oh, come on, take. There it is. <laughs> get awesome. the we got to get one of those um, bottle cutters and cut the bottoms off and make like a little like crown of Yingling <laughs> Logger bottles from <laughs> nice. the Yingling Crown. Oh, it's so good. This is still one of my favorite beers. Yeah. Um, this. I'll, well, Bob, we'll let you read it off, but. Um, 49 friend check-ins. Now, that's not a big number because I think so many people just take it for granted. They don't check it in because it's so readily drink. Um, but 401,000 check-ins. This I'm, this is their longest reach beer. Yeah. Uh, 3.48 overall, 350 with friends. I think a 350 is a perfectly fair score for this beer. Yeah. I remember when I was probably freshly 21 or so when I was still playing EverQuest back in the day. I had a friend I played with who lived in Illinois. He gave me $300 to get him a case of Yingling lager. Wow. Yeah. He's like, dude, I need it. He's like, cause he would come out, I guess to visit family out on the East coast. And like, he loved it. So like I shipped it and it made it alive. And uh, he gave me, I'm like, wow. dude, it's like $14 a case. He's like, I don't care. Yeah. So like it, it, it has its following. Yeah, my I, one buddy apparently he uh, used to buy cases of it. And he would sell for like 200, 300 bucks out of his trunk. Then he'd up, he'd be like, "It's only a twenty dollars case and all that profit." I've, I've done some beer trades, and uh, that's the first thing that uh, anyone asks for locally always is um, Yingling. Yingling. Wow. Nice. Wow. <laughs> oh, real quick before you read about, I have a cool, cool one. We went to Long Beach Island, New Jersey, for a vacation one time, and we were sitting in the hotel bar, and there was. A fan, like a group there, and you could tell they they had a little bit of an accent, the like not broken English, but you know English was not their first language, and they were from France, uh, right? So they they were in their bar and they're hanging out. And they're like, we've been to Germany Oktoberfest, we've done everything, and I was like, well, listen, if and like we love loggers, we love this, and I was like, well, what are you drinking now? They're like, oh, Miller Lite. I said, so if you're into, uh, have you ever, and like this is our first time in America, like the first time, and I was like, well, listen, if this is your first time in America. I said, it just happens to be right there in bottle and on draft. This is my hometown beer. This is a this is our lager. This is our beer, Yingling, you know, uh, lager. So all these people from France who drink every German style, like because you know, they love that style of beer, 
they tried it. That was they they all switched, and it was their favorite beer of the night. They were nice. like, "Yo, this is." Like I said, they've been to German Fest. They've been to all over, and they said they absolutely love the England traditional lager. That's what I like. I hate about American beer that the perception like in the world. Like if you like go on any beer forum on Facebook or anything, it was like, "Oh, Americans piss water," blah, blah, blah. And they're just comparing like Miller Light and yeah. Coors Light. It's like that's not our beer. Yeah. Like, it is, but it's not. Like, I mean, especially now, obviously, with the craft revolution, but, like, these, I'll stand them up against any other brewery in the world. It's it's funny because when, like, we go places and they're like, where are you from? And I'm like, Pottsville, homie Yingling. Like, yeah, they're like, where? I'm like, Yingling Town. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know where Yingling beer's made? Yeah, yeah, Pottsville. Yeah, that's where we're, we're from there. Yeah. <laughs> and like, oh, like, Yingling is our landmark of where we could tell people where yeah, we're from. Yeah, it's, it's literally like... Yingling or Harrisburg. They're like, where are you? I'm like, well, we're like two hours north of Philly. They're like, uh, I'm like, Yingling. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, Bob, give us a reading. Famous for its rich amber color and medium-bodied flavor with roasted caramel malt for a subtle sweetness and a combination of cluster and cascade hops, this true original delivers a well-balanced taste with a very distinct character. Born from a historic recipe that was resurrected in 1987, Yingling Traditional Lager is a true classic. And it is. And that's coming from the king of the check-ins. The Lager King. All hail the Lager King. I love it. (laughs) I did not know that about you, Bob. That's amazing. Again, the Yingling bottle crown. That would be cool. Melt, melt the the bottle down too. Yeah, we could probably make one out of out. caps. Yeah, <laughs> we get like a Burger King crowd and like glue a bunch of caps to it. <laughs> I love That's it. Funny. Um, yeah. So one of the big things too is you can go up to the uh, the brew. I will just kind of kill time here while they're uh, while they, everyone's doing their pours and stuff. But uh, the gift shop, tons of crazy stuff with the gift shop. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you name it. It's up there: cornhole balls, uh, footballs, baseballs, autographed mm-hmm. by Mr. Yingling himself. Um, they, ha- they can get a tour there. Fun Tap fact. rooms there, too. I've never done the tour. I honestly never have either. It's really? the weirdest thing. I've lived a minute from the brewery my Bob, entire I, life, and I have not actually done the tour. Bob, I hope you did the tour. Actually, I I, I have not done the tour myself either. I, I've probably been what? to the gift shop a hundred times. Same here. What? Yeah, I've been to the gift the shop tour. plenty of times, but I've never actually what? taken the tour. It's not like weird times. I'm literally like the only one the that morning. actually did the Yingling tour. So here's the funny thing. So we talked about the prison at the prison oh, last night, man. and I said like you're the like you like the the guy who's taking over the prison. Mm-hmm. And the kid, he's 17. He's still in high school. He's being groomed to be like the next owner of the prison. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, I said like, have you like you're like you ever brought friends here and did like 24 hour sleepover challenges and stuff like that? He goes, never. And I was like, "What?" I was like, "This would be like like hide and seek in the prison after hours. Like this would be like a like a like a playground for me, you know?" What yeah, I mean? right. And he's like, "No." And I was like, "Well, how, is it like are you in school? Are you like the the prison kid?" And he's like, "No." He's like, "I guess because it's in our own backyard, like people just don't really care as yeah. much." But outside the community, it's like the mecca. Yeah, huge. Because like he was like like we were like sitting there like like. Gr- crying adults like I can't believe we're here recording yeah. and he's like I'm here every day no one cares yeah right <laughs> and I think that's kind of how we are with yeah the it's like you take it for granted yeah you it's 100% like, take it's like it for yeah granted. I'm gonna do that one day and then I don't yeah that would be something we all have to do together Maybe once we this whole COVID that. thing we'll go up as a team and do like a no that'd be tour. great I'm up for that hell yeah yeah alright so now we're on the logger light you wanna read this one off sure alright alright so now, the, the light lager, this is newer. This is this only is a, a year, two or three years? No, this is like 20 years old. Is now. it really? Yeah. This came out, wow. I want to say, a, a little before I 
actually right when I turned 21, I think this came oh, the, out. I'm thinking of the remodel, the remodeled can. Yeah. This was the, the light logger was the first one that got redone, the label, I yes. think. Yes. Yeah, I believe so. Um, this came out, I want to say, in like 2003. That's okay. my guess. That's when I turned 21, and I remember buying a case when it first came out. And me and my me and a buddy who was not 21 yet, mm-hmm. we were on our way to a bush party, and I had just bought a case of Lager Light, and I got pulled over for uh, rolling a stop for um, going through a yellow light in Pottsville. Yeah, <laughs> and the cops pull us over. They didn't. They ended up not citing me because like I'm like they like one cop radioed to another that I ran a red light, and I was like I turned left through a yellow on Center Street. I'm like come on. Yeah. So we pull over. The cop pulls me over. The one cop's grilling me about what's going on. I'm like, whatever, dude. And the other cop's like bullshitting with my friend who's not 21 at the time. He's like, oh, Logger Light. I heard that's pretty good. I didn't get a chance to try it yet. You want to take one, officer? <laughs> so that's when like, <laughs> that's, so he's like bullshitting with my friend about the Logger Light. And I, it had just come out then because I remember he said he hadn't tried it yet. So it was around 2003, I want to say. But needless to say, luckily he let us go because I guess they didn't have a like nothing to yeah. cite me for so right, right, right they're just being Let's get dicks, but they let me go so that was fine but uh i want to say so that means like 2003 ish i think this came yeah. out fair enough so exceptional brew that appeals to consumers who don't want to sacrifice character for a low calorie light beer masterfully developed to maintain the full flavor profile akin to our flagship lager brand <clears throat> but this is only as 99 calories per 12 ounce serving Skillfully pairing a caramel malt flavor and mild hop character creates a beautifully rich colored beer with a deep amber highlights that finishes smooth and clean. So it is cool. It doesn't, it's not amber like the lager is, but it still has that, that hue to it though. Mm -hmm. It's 3.8% alcohol by volume too. That's still like higher than, I mean, like it's a lager. It's a light beer. I'm just like, like maybe three. What's for like, so like Miller well, light, Bud light are all like, gonna four say point, they're like 4.2%. Anywhere from three and a half to four. Yeah. Yeah. They're yeah. like 4.2%. I mean, what's really like, just goes to show even our, in our area, our light beers are almost stronger than your normal ones. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, it's like, what's, uh, County. what's the difference between like three hundredths of a point? Yeah. Um, 26 so. French check-ins, 2.99 on the dot. Um, 75,000 check-ins, 2.98, so pretty consistent. I think an average of a three, once again, two. Two and a half is an average yeah. good beer. One of the mill. Um, which is not bad to be either. It's, if you mm-hmm. get two and a half, you're a good beer. People enjoy your beer. Yeah. Um, so if you're you're a light lager and it's it's not a worldwide beer, 75,000 people checked it in and give you a, about a three, not bad. Not bad at all. Yeah, so no. like... I personally don't think this keeps as much character of the lager like it makes itself out to be. Mm-hmm. I, but here's the thing: every Yingling beer, like when you drink it, there's a there's a profile there. There's the oh, Yingling yeah. profile. Is that sharp mountain water? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, like, the lager light's decent though. Like, I, I don't think it keeps as much as it claims it does for the lager light, for the regular lager. But yeah. I would still take it over a Miller Light or Bud Light any day. Agreed. Like this is my like go to golf beer. Hmm. Fair enough. It used to Although be, paying like thirteen bucks a six pack at a golf course kind of sucks. Yeah, it used <laughs> it used to be mine until the flight came out. Yeah, I think that's what we should probably do next. That's should, actually what I was gonna bridge. Yeah, I think I would bridge it into the flight next. I'll get that one ready here on my check in. I'm so happy we're doing this. <laughs> but I mean, all of these beers are good. Like, yes. there's not a bad in the batch, and they're decently priced too. So you're getting a little bit of everything with them. So this is the the I guess the not the newest, newest, but the newest of the uh, staples. 
Like this is part of the staple now. So this is definitely the new guy. Well, I think it's my turn to read. So while yeah. while everyone's cracking, if you don't mind pouring mine sure. for me, um, this is a this is the flight. So this is the lowest calorie, I believe, lightest of the bunch, right? I think it's oh. 95. It says read 95. 95 calories, 2.6 carbs. Now, what was that last one checking at? Uh, uh, three what? The 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 average score? No, I'm, no, I'm saying the, the, the ABV. 3.8. 3.8. The flight is less calories, lighter, but it clocks in at a 4.2. Yeah. So that's about where it needs to be on a, yeah, baby. this type of beer. Yeah, baby. Right? And it's, like I said, it, this is... As, now we make a joke like this is the the water beer right like this is the, this is that light it's like it's beer flavored water which is not not always a bad thing if you want if you buy a case of these you're gonna have a great day but it's enough booze in here that you're gonna have a great time um, like I said four point two that's very high for this being this this light I, I have a little trivia story for this one too nice um, I was the fiftieth person to check a flight in. 50th. One of the first 100 people. Nice. Uh, I was at a beer fest the week before they released this, and uh, they had it at the Yingling table. Fun fact, there's nothing to read about this one. They really? Don't, they don't have a write-up. No. Um, so I'll just go through this way. 24 French check-ins averages a 3.15. Uh, 6,449 check-ins is average a 3.20. So right there uh, tells you enough. I, I uh, When I first checked this in, I gave it a like around a, a there, but I'm actually a little higher, just because this is has become such a go-to for me. So I've been a, I was a dick when this first came out. I just edited my original post, which I gave them a point two five on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were not happy. No, I was like, really an ultralight? Come on. Yeah, because, well, here's the thing. Because I, think, I get it. I yeah, get it. Yes. So I when, get the when, market, and I get the the people that they're well, aiming I, at. I can imagine what you would have rated it if they came out with a seltzer. Yeah. Probably higher, actually. Probably. <laughs> Here's the thing: is it's like, as as craft beer fans, right? We love our craft beer, and we're, our hometown brewery is Yingling. Like, but and we're always like, man, we wish every single time Yingling has stepped their toes mm-hmm. into a world that was outside their traditional lineup, we're like, oh, excited! And it's like we're coming out with a new beer, and everyone's like, oh, what? Like, yeah. oh, this, this is it. Yeah. This is it. It's happening. Yeah, and, and then, then it was like, it's, a, it's another light beer. We're like, every single one, premium, like premium light, Yingling, Lingling light, like. You know, the, the one that I could kick myself for, uh, it took me a very long time to warm up to IPAs. I, I was very anti-IPA for a long time. Mm-hmm. And um, when they came out with the IPL, I was like, oh, great. Now they're trying to ruin lager, too. <laughs> and I, I absolutely would not try one. And when I finally did warm up to IPAs and began to enjoy it's them, gone. it's gone. Now, now I'll never know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, every IPL that, that I've had I thought was, was awesome. And I'll, I'll never get to try that one now because it's a one and done. Yeah, yep. they might make it come back one I day. hope, please. I yeah, really like no. the IPL. Please, please, God. God, please bring back the IPL. Um, yeah, so this beer, uh, when we when it first came out, I know a lot of people were love, rough on it. Very, very light. Very, very, like, why, 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 why? And I was like, man, I don't know. I, I, I dig it. And then kind of what I was saying about it, like, where I think this is a good all-day party beer. This is the, the one you can kind of hang out. You could hang out with this one as a 4.2 being that light. This this has become like like I said I, I see those big boy pounder cans and I'm like I'm gonna go hang out with some family today. That, that's my that's my beer. That's my beer of the night. Yeah. So now comparing light beers like so we have the Yingling Light, the Flight, 
and a year well, this is like, I would even go farther and call this like an ultralight beer. This yeah. is an ultralight. Yeah, this, this is, is like exactly like that. To this is the compete mm-hmm. with like the MGD sixty four. Yeah, Michelob Ultra. 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 Yeah, this is yeah. the which my buddy Smurf uses. Like it should have been Dicky Ultra. Dicky Ultras <laughs> would be great. Yeah. It has a great, great label, the, the clear bottle, which is tough, you know, when you're selling because every bottle is the brown. I, I get why they did it, but um, I don't. That's my gripe, and I was going to bring that up at some point about the what, bottles. What I would have mm-hmm. done, just me, just armchair quarterback in it. You know how Bud Light Platinums have those blue bottles? Yeah. I would. Oh yeah. I would mean the aluminum ones. I would have no the blue Not glass. Yep, the mm. blue glass would be great. Yeah, I would have went with the blue glass um, just to kind of make them really pop. But I love the logo. I love the name, the flight, because the eagle and all that. I think it's a great. I like the design. is really cool. Yeah, the design's great. I think that the logo fits in with the rest of the family. I think that's a great thing. I love the logos. Like, I would, every single one of these shirts, like, when I think, you know, when you get craft beer cans and it has mm-hmm. the crazy art, which is great. I love it. Mm-hmm. But sometimes that traditional style, old school looking logo is important. Oh, yeah. And all of these, like I would love to have a T-shirt with mm-hmm. every single beers that on a shirt. I mm-hmm. rock it. Like that's kind of my goal is to get every one of the Yingling beers on a T-shirt because I collect T-shirts. Um, so if you're listening, Yingling, hey, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> I have most of them, uh, and a lot of them is like when a band's going out and they throw the free T-shirts. I'm like, do you have an extra large? Or like, I got you, bro. Um, so here's the quick the quick rundown of these lights though. So the flight is the 2.6 grams carbs, 95 calories. 4.2% ABV. 4.2. Nailed it. The Yingling Premium is 98 calories per serving. So additional three. Seven carbs. So four and a half more carbs and 4.2% as well. Oh. And then we have the Lager Light. Where the hell is it? I just had it here. The Lager Light has 8.5 carbs, 35 8 ABV and 99 calories. So the Yingling Light itself is not that far away from the flight. Yeah. Interesting. So, and the lager has the lowest ABV. So, I mean, they probably just rebrewed this and something else. But. <laughs> or just like take the premium and chop it up a little bit. Yeah. More. Like yeah. it's all, it's like a, what, four and a half car, grams of carbon. That, that's something that I would be interested in hearing when it comes to like the brew process and talking to like the family mm-hmm. is obviously you made the Yingling light lager the premium light where how much of the flight is traditional and how much of the flight is well, premium i don't know what the recipes are but the the flight has a very like corn profile too yeah mm-hmm. mm. like i don't know what else if they use corn with a lot of the other ones but i'm getting a lot of corn yeah and if you walk if you walk into any bar which i think is standard for these types of beers yeah. though but that um you were talking about the distinctive yingling profile yeah. earlier and uh uh this is to me, this is the one that deviates the most from yes. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so when you walk into any bar and you look at the trash can, you see the bottles in the cans. You have you have your Miller Lite, your Bud Light, but the, usually when it comes to like the bar, and this is not like a chick joke or anything, but like Michelob Ultra is high on the bottles. Like there's a, Michelob Ultra sells a lot, especially locally. So if you're a local brewery and you're like, oh my god. Where can we compete and maybe chop some of those Michelob Ultra bottles down and make some money here? That's where you sell your flight, and that's why that when I was when it came out, I was like, "That's their marketing. That's what they're targeting. It has to be like that's what they're going for." They oh, wanna... definitely one hundred percent. Yeah, and mm-hmm. like this is what they're the the flight is just that ultralight. But uh, to be honest, I, my personal belief is that's why it's in a clear bottle to look like a Michelob. Uh, it just enhances the resemblance. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, the the key colors of the label are yep. the same. I mean, it looks um, great. It's just 
Like I said, the the well, bottle choices are my biggest gripe just because Mich- of Michelob, what happens to the beer. Michelob Ultra is also a four point two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is like direct competitor to Michelob Ultra, and it's better. Interesting. Simple and clean. Yeah. All right, so we're getting into some specialties now. I don't know the reach on some of these. I know some of them you can't find them anywhere outside of here. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure what the stretch on Golden Pilsner is, hmm. and that is going to be our next one. So this is this came out of, was this about a year ago, or is it two years now? I think it's about two years. It's about two years now? This, so, this one here I have uh, a theory on. I was concerned that this was just going to be rebranded premium when it came out. Really? <laughs> yes. That was yeah, like I had my first one in March of 2018. All right. So it's been around a little over two years now. Uh, like I said, I was very concerned when this first came out. I'm like, oh, I'm just going to rebrand premium now. So but. when this first came out, if you if you remember, this actually knocked a beer off the shelves. If you think about it, right when right before Golden Pilsner came out, remember uh, uh, Guinness came out with their Golden. Oh yeah, and it wasn't the golden. It was the what the hell the was blonde, it called? I think the blonde yeah. Guinness blonde. Mm-hmm. And I remember Guinness blonde came out, and I was like, I absolutely sorry, Ben. Take a little bit of mine there. Oh, you're good. You're I good. absolutely loved the blonde, mm-hmm. and it was made in Latrobe. Yeah, at first, that's where Rolling Rock came from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So when this golden came out first, I really liked it. I loved it, but I I don't know. I could be wrong. Maybe it's just because I had so many of them, I become acclimated to it. But. The golden went away for a little bit, and then kind of came back out, and it was like a seasonal. But now it's kind of like always here. Yeah. Am I am I wrong about that? Like it kind of came out, then disappeared, and then came back. You so say you're saying it's more of like a seasonal. It it started off it seemed like as one, and then it, I don't think so. I think it's still available. It's just depending on the reach of it. I'm saying when it first first yeah. dropped, like I felt like it was there for a couple months, and then it kind of fell off. Well, there was a whole bunch of rigmarole about it when it first came out. That like their first new beer and. 30 years or whatever and uh Mm -hmm. so there was a lot of uh hype about that especially because they had a new brewery down in maryland yeah so i feel i don't i could be wrong but i feel like when it first came out till now i feel like the recipe changed a little bit and i feel the same way about the guinness blonde too it just maybe because like it might have been that initial taste where i was so excited and then it kind of like having it so much see i i think the difference with the the guinness was is uh Back then, nobody knew they were going to open that brewery in Baltimore. Yeah, and I think there was maybe some stopgap loss in there between contract brewing it someplace else and then starting up on your own in yeah. Baltimore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Plus, I think a lot of it, like if you look at Guinness, like blonde, like come on. <laughs> I loved it. See, I don't. I didn't. Like I didn't the, think it was bad. At I all. didn't like the darker. But like, I always like Guinness was my is probably my favorite beer ever. What is that one by Guinness that we, the it's like we didn't even know we were drinking a Guinness because it's like one of their 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 offshoots, the one that you open warm. During the McNiff's episode, for St. Patty's mm. Day, we had like the whole Guinness lineup. I think it was the draft. No, it wasn't Guinness. It was it was I'm not the when I say Guinness, it's not the Guinness. No, I know what you mean. It was like the, a harp, the, like the the harp, harp, harp lager. Yeah. yeah, dude, I love the harp. Oh, harp's great. Yeah. Um, all right, enough about Guinness. All right, so Let's we got we got the Yingling Golden Pilsner out. So this is a this straight is you, true Pilsner. All right, I got that one fired up here. So Golden Pilsner is a Yingling Brewery Pilsner. I love this beer. Yingling Golden Pilsner is a modern Pilsner crafted with cra- perfect balance of hops and malt character for crisp, smooth refreshment. Golden Pilsner is Yingling's interpretation of an outstanding modern Pilsner born from six generations of brewing expertise with all the quality consumers have come to expect from Yingling in a beer that is sessionable and full of flavor. Yeah. Uh, 
33 French check-ins, 3.5. 35,000 check-ins, 3.32. Once again, awesome. They're they're above mark. Yeah, I agree. Uh, above average. And again, like with the flight, uh, I get a little bit of corn on the profile yeah. on this one. Uh, but mm-hmm. um, I, no complaints. The... I, so if I would... If I, I were a flight. Yeah, technically golden, golden pills go, now having the flight and then drinking <laughs> yeah. the golden. The flight Back seems of, like yeah. the the golden light. Yeah, it might that that seems what it is. That's what it tastes like. Maybe maybe we're uh, on to something. I'm okay with that. Which I'm, actually makes me think that, yeah. even a little bit more highly of the flight because I really like the golden pills now. I, I do this is awesome. I see this out every time when I there was a while there where I seen the golden. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna go with the pills over the Logner tonight. Yeah. Now I actually I've, I've kind of did grown, I say Logner again? <laughs> I've kind of grown the Logner. Like, wow. That's more of a t-shirt. The Logner. The Logner. The Logner. I love Logners. Logners. I mean, we could do that. Yeah. We could mix them. Yeah. This one for me, like. It, believe it or not, it is super smooth. Like you don't even take. It's beer. just like it is really going right to the point with this one. I would definitely say smooth and refreshing. It just, it just, it's it's just yeah, drinking it's like, it. It's like a little bit more drink. like the wow. premium with a little bit more care added to it. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, for a long, long time, if I couldn't find a Chetty in a bar, and the lager was on tap, I went with Golden over the lager. And actually, uh, I would. Every six of these six that we've done so far, I, I would classify, <clears throat> I would classify as a uh, uh, a perfect post mowing the lawn on the back porch. Absolutely. Beer. Mm-hmm. Hey, the cool thing about Yingling too is they are darker. They're the pilsners or the lagers, but they're all year round beers. Yeah. Like you could have like you're you think like oh a campfire oh I'm having like they they're like there's it, they're time like they they they're perfect for all year round. Um, I feel like we're like really, really just ha- like showing a lot of love. But it's the truth. Like we're not just blowing smoke up their ass because it's Yingling. Like Yingling has its reputation because all their beers are good. Yeah. Like I hate I'm not gonna dive into what I'm about to talk about real quick, but like <laughs> everyone's oh, the, the, the union stance and shit on Yingling. I have something to say about that as well. Go ahead. Like you, you so yours. everyone I always see scab beer, blah blah blah. I don't look unions are bullshit. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> that is my own personal opinion. I don't know how the rest of you guys feel about it, but every single, like they, everyone always talks about, Oh, they're, they hate unions. So they hate their workers. Every single person I know who works for Yingling absolutely loves. That's their exactly job. what I was going to say. Like every, like people literally inherit jobs from Yingling. Yeah. Go, go try to apply to Yingling and work at one of the local breweries. You can't, you know why? Because no one ever leaves. So people who work yeah. there, Fucking love. I'm sorry. I'm, I was I wasn't gonna curse anymore. They fucking <laughs> yeah, love okay. working for it. that. They love working for that company. They do. They absolutely do. There's. I don't. I have never met one person unless you just had a really shitty work ethic and you work there and you miss work a lot and you like. Which then, doesn't probably happen because yeah, <laughs> literally people wait for people to die to get those jobs. Exactly. Like that, <laughs> or like, retire. I guess people <laughs> love working there. They and then the the the, the, the end of the year company parties are her fucking yeah. epic like the swag they give away to their employees like i've never met a disgruntled yingling employee and no. that's just the absolute truth i would literally kill a man to get into hr yingling. <laughs> <laughs> i would i i i always said i would never work assembly line but if it paid i would 100 i'd be like yep. just staring at the bear all day mm-hmm. yeah man i say what you want and, and i know that you got some harp because uh not to get political either but they made a stance on who their political choice was, mm-hmm. and that kind of like people are like, "Oh, they they support this person." We, like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't care who you support. You make yeah, a beer. I actually, I, I I do know one person that actually boycotts them now because of that. Stupid, <laughs> stupid. Like because here's the thing: that person, if you are a person who boycotts somebody because of their political beliefs, 
you better do your research on every yeah. single thing you love exactly. and care for because I guarantee everything Someone's that you Someone's going to do something you don't like somewhere. Exactly. Get over it. Get over it. Uh, if you are watching and you're kind of just coming in, so Aaron said, what's up, man? What's going on? Uh, Aaron, uh, Fred says he loves the Hershey Chocolate Porter. Very good. It's coming, brother. It's coming. Uh, that's on the lineup. We have every Yingling hey. beer here that we are trying. Um, tell us in the ch- tell us in the chat your favorite Yingling, maybe a Yingling story, a time where maybe you uh, suggested someone a Yingling that was out of the area. I mean, we all have them. Yeah, We're like, all from the like, area. This is like this is our a lot. Most of us growing up, this is what we had available, and it's like what we judge a lot of other beers against. Yep. Like, even like even the craft world, it's like yingling still like i don't want to i'm trying to drink my gold and it's lower because i just like this beer uh, up too that's all right i'm I'm just i'm slugging mine down i was i was was trying to keep the pace a little bit different just because we have like 30 beers to go through no no No, no, not really like i think you're doing a great job this is this is like old school like tony said banging Banging beers. beers oh my god we had like did we have like 15 or 20 and like by like the 16th one i know you wired a can like you just launched just it up in the air threw it out you're like, <laughs> like so it was so the crazy. golden bilsner might here's a story when i started drinking yingling was 35 dollars for half a barrel oh i remember that when <laughs> oh, I, wow. well i remember when i worked at a, i worked at a beer distributor in high school and i remember that yeah but um like i mean it's still fairly cheap for about half barrels as far as i know yeah but um so I think we're getting into the first special. Like I don't know if the Golden Pilsner is technically one of the specialties no, I think now because now it's the, kind of like a. It's become the family. Let's do it. Yeah. There's one I'm keeping out. Uh, for, it's probably gonna be next, but uh, yeah. that is always available. But we're gonna get into the first the, the specialty different beers. Oktoberfest. It, it fits into our monthly theme. Yeah. This, this whole month, we're yes. going to try to sneak at least two or three different Oktoberfests into mm-hmm. every lineup. Now, if you are, if this is the first time you're ever seeing our show. Um, hopefully because everyone watching is sharing it to their friends. Sorry, I have the beer burps. Um, <laughs> we're doing a whole month of Oktoberfest, and we're trying to find out what our favorite Oktoberfest. Spoiler alert. <laughs> this is it for me. Yeah. The only one that recently that I had their Oktoberfest, and it, it I'm not going to lie, dude, it knocked my socks off. Brew Daddy. No, theirs was fantastic. Brew Daddy's really Oktoberfest yeah. was on. I, I really like theirs. If Brew Daddy was as ready available as Yingling Oktoberfest, I might say Brew Daddy's maybe my favorite Oktoberfest. Yeah. It was that good. Brew Daddy in Allentown. So if you are, if you are a craft beer fan, please go up to Brew Daddy before the Oktoberfest is done and try that beer. So so good. So we are on to the Yingling Oktoberfest, which is this this is the first seasonal that we're on to now. Yes. So it smells a little bit differently. It's a, it's a, a little bit it's a little bit of a nice, pleasant smell to it. I, I mean, like it. I don't know. Honestly, I think all of these t- the smell very similar. Do you want to <laughs> read this one off then, Bob? This one's Bob's, yep. <laughs> Yingling is proud to offer our Oktoberfest as a homage to our German heritage. Copper in color, this medium-bodied beer is the perfect blend of roasted malts with just the right amount of hops to capture a true representation of the style. Yes. This it- is a... Budge and Marzen. Are we trying not to curse? <laughs> yeah, we're trying to cut back a little bit. All right. We sometimes our school county kicks in every now and then, and we let one slip, but um, it happens. This is fantastic. We're, we're trying to get closer and closer to possibly being monetized that, one day. <laughs> definitely a spot-on description. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like this is a Marzen. I mean, and that's what's cool. Like Yingling, they're a German family. They because you bring it over, like you talk about German beers and stuff, but like. 
guess where England came from? Was good the first the brewery opened? They're from Germany. They're German immigrants. Yep. And they've been using the same recipes for years. Yeah. And well, it, and I know it says on every single bottle, uh, America's oldest brewery. One hundred percent. Yep. Like I remember, I think Budweiser tried to buy them out, or they tried to get something te- on a technicality a bunch of years ago, and they're like, no. Nope. They they actually got sued by yeah. Molson. And uh, it took place in an American court, and uh, if, if they would have said North America's oldest brewery, the, the, they would have lost. Been, so, yeah. yeah, but uh, the, the judge basically said, "Like you're Canada." Yeah, <laughs> no one cares about you, Canada. What do you think of when you hear America? Yeah. That's, uh, yeah, so, yeah, no one thinks about Canada. They, they actually <laughs> lost the lawsuit. Yeah, <laughs> if this, if so, if that, if that, we don't hate happen, Canadians. If, we don't hate Canadians, but fight us, bro. We'll yeah. win. <laughs> 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 Toronto will be part. Like we'll take your cities. All right, but oh, I mean, this on. over beer. Could you imagine, <laughs> could you imagine no. if we <laughs> come on started a war over who had the oldest brewery, and we're like, oh, you're gonna mess with us? We'll just take over your country, bro. <laughs> so well, you're we, our hat. <laughs> we have we have we have no problem at more stars of that goddamn flag. This is and until they get their uh, their moose their mounted moose soldiers come out. Yeah, the, the, the dire oh, wolves. They're like regular wolves, but die. <laughs> Can you um, imagine the moose, uh, the moose with like the Gatling guns, or like just like just like guns on the antlers, man? Yeah. That'd be nutty. Now we're thinking about this. I don't think I want to fight Canada. Yeah. That's, that's scary. Blame um, Canada. Five point four. <laughs> five point four overall ABV. Um, I checked this in only three. I gotta start doing that, man. I always like. If yeah, I, I don't. Any, I don't check multiple of the same beer in ever. I'm going to start doing I that. I probably should do that. I think Bob I'm, changed me. I think you I think you, I think you swerved me, Bob. Um 35 French check-ins average at 3.44, so really high. Um 69k nice. check-ins. <laughs> 3.38. Um I don't think I've ever checked this in. Oh yes, I have. Um, have I ever checked it in? I'm not gonna lie, my 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 average is higher than the average beer for me, chicken. Yeah, every one I've put in, I, I give this a four. I four two five for me. Yeah, this is this is. I I look forward. I've to never this. actually checked this in. I look forward to this beer every year. I do too. I I never checked it in. I'm not gonna do it right now. Anyway. Yeah. But I, I do look forward to it every year. It's go ahead, it's a Marzen. I mean, it's yeah. solid. I did this one September third, twenty sixteen. Well, so it came you, out. One, I want to done checking. Yep, yeah. I'm I'm the one and done guy. Yeah, I this is fantastic. This is one of my favorites of their entire lineup. I look forward to it every year. I'm excited what you're gonna pull out next. Ooh. I'm trying to predict in my own head what he's gonna go with next. Hmm. So I think I know what it is though. This is the this is the Marzen. I mean, it it is good. It's it's an Oktoberfest. It sticks to that that German root. So good. Yeah. Once again, I know we have some more people joining in the stream here. If you are here, please hit that share button. Share it to your friends list. Let the people know this podcast exists. What is your favorite Yingling beer? Um, if you're watching this later on on YouTube, because YouTube, yes, the Lord has arrived, ladies and gentlemen. Can I make a suggestion? Yeah. When we do a pour here, go lighter on your pours. Sure. Leave enough for possibly a second pour. All right. Just hear All me right. out. Hear me out. Um, yes. What's your favorite Yingling beer? Uh, tell us some cool Yingling stories you have. If you grew up in the same area we grew up, this is your this is your backyard beer. Um, let's talk about it. Put it in the group chat. Let's let's have a conversation. The, so quick thing too. The more people comment in the in the blow, and the more people that share this, and Facebook kind of goes, 
hey, this is a popping video. We're going to push it higher up the list, and that helps us grow. Word of mouth helps these. We're not Joe Rogan. We're not famous. We don't get as much exposure. So really, we... we so go we, half we, the poor. Yeah, yeah go a little bit. Go a little, go a little... I'm, I'm not going to go... Oh, I'm a little higher, but... The only reason it's I asked for what we're doing. Yeah. I mean, I've had this beer a million times. Oh, yeah. I'm so fine. Um, I think I think when it comes to beer the night tonight, we're just going to say what is your top each person's own top three yingling. I think that'd be the fun, fun way to that do works it. For me. Yeah. I like that. So, so this is the Lord. Yeah. Oh, I love this beer. Keith Collins, if you're watching me at oh, Black and Tan, Aaron, Aaron's favorite. Oh. Well, that's a fun fact. That, that, Which that, is that Aaron Bevan that you're Aaron talking about? Aaron Bevan. He actually messaged me about Evergreen and posted on the on the page then yeah. too. Yeah. So actually, thank Aaron, you, Aaron. Quick, actually, good call because I just remember about the page and Aaron. Aaron's the first non-beer member of our team, of a non-beer team member who has been posting his own reviews mm-hmm. on the group page. So, Aaron, it's like karaoke, brother. Once someone starts doing it, hopefully the, the trend yeah, catches, on. catches up. So, once again, thank you so much, Aaron, for, for going out and going to different places and reviewing the beers and telling you what you like about the mm-hmm. brewery and stuff. That's unbelievable. Keep doing that. That's That's really fun. Glad I timed this out because I'm like, shit, I need to think about where we're going because I want to worry about Lord. <laughs> <laughs> it's the closest right. I get to church is the Lord right here. All right. So one of our heritage beards, beers, the, the Yingling Lord Chesterfield Ale has as much rich heritage as it does flavor and appeal. Crafted in a unique two-stage European brewing style for enhanced bitterness, it utilizes both conventional kettle hopping and dry hopping after fermentation, resulting in a dry, sharp finish. Its distinct, robust flavor is derived from a delicate combination of sweet maltiness and lingering herbal bitterness. Here's a fun fact about this beer. I've never crossed the threshold. I've always stuck around at that 7.5. I'm going full five tonight. Nice. <laughs> In honor of this episode. This is, like I said, this is my go-to. This is my, this is my love. This beer is my love. This is... I'm gonna get the Lord tattooed on me. <laughs> we probably all that name is actually legitimate. Uh, uh, it, it's not something to be trendy or whatever. This is actually named after a real Lord Chesterfield. Uh, I had to look it up to get his specific name, but uh, this is named after the fourth Earl of Chesterfield, Philip Stanhope. Uh, I unfortunately I don't know the reason behind that, but. Uh, you know, people are uh, chetty, chetty, whatever. But uh, that, there's, there's, there's a story there. I, yeah. I, I don't know. I love, another good question. I ask. love that exactly. the new cans have chetty on it them. It says chetty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I absolutely love the Lord. One of my favorite things to do. And well, the love actually, of the Lord is wrong. I, I, I don't want to be right. I won't do anything. <laughs> I won't say it. Never mind. I'll, I'll save my story. What's the next beer? We're moving We're on. Do, yeah. What? Right. We're mo- what? We're gonna what? come back and talk about chetty. We're gonna come back to chetty. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Spoiler alert, pull on the border. <laughs> oh, you're doing... Oh, I know what you're going with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so this is the porter. So, we're cracking this open, and, and I think this beer is... Don't go crazy on the pour with this one either. Criminally underrated. <laughs> criminally underrated. We gotta get a spoon, though, if you wanna float this shit. I'll get a spoon. <laughs> Oh my god! 
Someone posted on it's the... so weird uh, that in this podcast studio, we have spoons so readily available. Someone like we're in a kitchen or something. posted about <laughs> this in on the breweries and PA forum not too long ago. And I'm like, this does not get the love it deserves. No, not at all. Like, when you talk craft porters, yingling porter destroys most of them. In my personal opinion, like, I, I any porter I ever have... Because... A lot of people bitch, and we can talk about this when we get to the chocolate porter, too, but obviously that's going to happen. So I know it's not like it's a surprise or anything. But, like, porters aren't stouts. And I think pe- no. too many people compare porters to stouts. No. Yeah, I and agree. It's, it's just not the same beer. I don't compare them. I actually prefer, I, I would, for a long time there, when I had a hard time drinking stouts, mm-hmm. I would say, I can drink a porter. I just can't drink a stout. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, 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 a, it's a bit different, but people mm-hmm. compare them too much. And I think when they drink a porter and they don't like it, they're comparing it too hard to a stout. And that's not the right way to go about it. No. Not at all. Could because a stout to me tastes extra roasty, where I get more of that coffee flavor. Yeah, where they roast por- the where the porter mm-hmm. is a little easier drinker, and I prefer a porter over a stout. Mm-hmm. Like it's crazy. I'm drinking. So I haven't had a. Once again, I've drank so many Hershey chocolates. I've I I think I'm on my second case. Minus a, a one pack, I think half the case because I gave I didn't half even a case drink away. The new batch, to really, tell you the truth. I so I just want to try and go in with an honest. So this glass might it. be too small. I'm gonna try. It. I'm gonna test it while you're talking. Oh, I don't. Oh, it's, well, you could do it, but um, you're actually don't drink gonna, it yet. I'm not. I'm just. Yeah. That's what we're doing next. I think right? you might have went too much cheat, Chetty. Did I do too much? Chetty? Yeah, I think it's. I think I'm gonna keep mine the way I'm gonna do it. Like I said, these glass might be too small, so we'll see if this works. Oh man, we're doing some bartending shit here. Nah. Oh, is it? Are you actually trying to do like the sp- separation? Yeah. Oh, it's working. It's working. Yeah, it's working to a degree. I have like. Ah. I'm not spooning it. I'm just going first pour, Chetty. The. I'm gonna try it. Go ahead. The I'll black. The world. The. But don't drink that yet. Get the, the glasses too. Small for it to hit. I'm gonna, it. Try, yeah. I'm gonna still attempt it. Get the uh, get the next bottle ready, which would be the black and tan. Nope. Nope. nope too hot. I think that the design of the glass is pull, yeah, forcing it, it, it down. It's hard yeah, when it's too it, hot. It's hard when it's such. Oh, there's, a, there's ice oh, well. on the bottom of it. <laughs> there it is. It's hard when you have a. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this it looks like well, cola real quick. The porter, a, great beer. Great beer. Criminally underrated. I agree with you 100%. Um, it is funny um, now that I haven't had a porter in a very, very long time because I stayed away from darker beers. But now drinking as much as I had of the chocolate porter and the bourbon aged porter, um, going back and now drinking one by itself, it's uh, it's beautiful. It's a great beer. The porter, like I said, it's, it is a fantastic porter. Um, it There's like... I, I don't even know what else to say. Who else needs some porter in this drink? Uh, no, I'll be fine. There's a little I'll bit take, left. I'll take a hit. I'll take but, a little bit. Like, the yeah, porter, a little bit. I wish this was available. So we're coming back to talk to Chetty about then, right? Because we didn't yeah. really dive into Chetty that much. Yeah, we're gonna, we'll are gonna we come back to okay. Chetty. Yep. Chetty's going to come back a little bit, so spoiler alert. It's coming back home. There's a little bit of Chetty left. Here. Uh, I already got it. We'll no, give it, no. Oh, come on, just man. A, just a hair. Just a hair. Just a hair. 
Joe good. Biden. Come on, man. Come on. Come on. This is an amazing black and tan. This is an amazing black and tan. I guess that's why you're doing this. The, the, honestly, the porter, if you really want to go. What's that? Not yet. Yes. We're going to hold off. Oh, we're not. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to crack this one. If you really want to. I got what you're doing. If you really want to go with like an actual, like legitimate porter, like this is definitely one to start off. Don't be shy with your pores. This is a pounder. Yeah. To get a nice taste out of an actual porter. If you just want to get a nice gauge of it when you're trying, if you're going to get into the craft, this is definitely one of those porters that I would highly recommend to somebody to try it out their first time around. If you want a good solid. Yeah. Solid I mean, drink. I what I would recommend too is because the Hershey chocolate porter is so popular. If you enjoy the Hershey chocolate porter, and you want to bend hit that shit up, that's a pounder. We got a full pour on. This. And if you want to maybe say, hey, you know, the chocolate porter is getting me more into the the craft beer gang, the game. Go back and try a regular uh, porter or a black and tan now because you kind of stretch your legs a little bit. Yeah. So maybe we not have, as dark. So we have the. Actual mixed versus what black and tan yeah. so is. So black and tan is a mix of premium and porter. Yes. But this but is the legitimate version. The, the ver- actual is. version was supposed to be the Chetty and the porter. But I think they said they had issue. I don't know the story. that This is all rumor for me. This is, they, I guess they had issues canning and bottling it when they would use the Chesterfield over the premium. So when you buy in the stores a can of black and tan, it is the premium and the porter. But the way it was initially designed was with the Lord Chesterfield ale and the porter. Because that's technically a black and tan should be an ale and a, like a traditional black and tan should be an ale and a yes a stout or a porter. So when you go to a bar or if you go to the Yingling Brewery tour, ask them for a Chesterfield porter black and tan. It is different. It is one hundred percent different. That's what actually like uh like like uh the wooden keg they do uh. Chetty and Guinness, and they call it the Dark Lord. Yes. And it is fantastic. Um, so what I like to do with this chocolate porter is I like to do the chocolate porter uh, mixed with Chesterfield, and I call it the Lord's Kiss. That's what I call mm. it. That's just my personal. Why don't you tell us to save the Chesterfield for the chocolate porter then? Because <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to go black and tan for black and tan. All right, that's fine. All right, so let's get our regular black and tans first. All right, sign up all mine. Awesome. One of I my favorites. I could tell you right off the bat which one's better. The actual mixed Chetty and Whose turn is it to read? Is it mine? It is yours. Ben, you read my black and tan. I'm going to go. Oh, boy. Okay, black and tan. Let me get you. <laughs> I've been pounding water all day because I'm, like, dehydrated. <laughs> all right, the black and tan. Here we go. We're we're get, We're getting rolling here. Black and Tan is a black and tan 4.6% alcohol by volume beer. Yingling Black and Tan models a traditional English half and half. Introduced in 1986, Yingling produced one of the first handcrafted draft blends to lead this style of American brewing. Black and Tan combines 60% of our popular dark brew porter and 40% of our premium beer to create a brew that is rich and dark in color with hints of caramel and coffee from the dark roasted malts. Learn more at http www.yingling.com slash black and tan and they actually have this <laughs> they actually have it on there too um this is one of the few that you can find outside of the area yeah which is sense. weird to me like it's it's strange that like you'll go to like in north carolina when we go to mm-hmm. oak island every year black and tan is in every store with right next to lager and lager light mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so like this is a much 
higher distribution range than the rest of these beers. It has a deeper following, it seems like. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's a great black taking. and tan. It's mm-hmm. a nice, it's that premium mixed with the, uh, I guess it's the only close thing to premium you can get while you're out of the area. Right, right. But, I mean, the roastiness of it, it it's a the, it's a great mix of the porter and the premium. Mm-hmm. There's nothing bad about it. No, there really isn't. And, like, you can really taste um, the porter and also the premium yeah. in that, which is pretty crazy. So if you want a little something that you're missing that premium little, like, itch, but at the same time you want a little bit of a darker beer, black and tan is definitely right up your alley yeah. when it comes to it. And it just, like, it just like levels it out. I mean, a, a good black and tan, if you've ever had, like, what the – I guess what the traditional was, Bass Ale and Guinness is the mm-hmm, official mm-hmm. black yeah, and tan. Yeah, yeah. But um, – it's awesome. Like it's a great mix of both styles and canned. Hell yeah, man! And it's very, it's very different in the sense too, because it includes. It's like a pilsner, a pilsner with a porter. Yeah. And like, who would do that? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, but it now actually mass canning sixty forty. I didn't know the per the ratios for it then either, which is pretty wild. So, yeah, I I mean I I I like this. I love the Chetty mix too. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it is because that's the ale. Where the bass would come in, and honestly, well, uh, I'm, I'm going to try the Chetty one now. Oh, you didn't? Oh, oh well, I don't know if Tony wanted us to wait. Sorry, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're, we're we're going right. We already full steam. <laughs> but no, I mean, like I said, this is one of the ones that just like if I want to grab a good yeah. hearty beer for my mm-hmm. fridge, I will go and <laughs> six dollars for a six pack of pounders. I mean, come on! Wow, that's, that's good. That's Damn. definitely n- nothing wrong with that. No, that, that, and that's what uh, I think. That's one thing we like take for granted about Yingling: how much cheaper it is here. I remember spending at a bar in like Philly or like around Washington D.C. or New York City and like buy a lager for like seven dollars for a pint. Actually, I've been in bars like a pre-concert yeah. or something downtown Philly, and um, uh, they tend to actually they'll still call it lager. But it's on the board with the imports. Yeah, yeah, they'll and, call it imports. Wow, wow. And you're paying a premium yeah. on lager, and I'm like, what? I mean, yeah. Heineken, Beck, St. Yeah. Pauli Girl, lager. lager. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, I'm going to show like an eight dollar draft at the fucking electric factory. <laughs> oh my god. All right, so where are we at here? We're talking about how great the black and tan is, and how it has such a far reach too, because this is something I can find in North Carolina. Yeah. Uh, and it actually says on the can, uh, porter and premium. Yep. Yeah, it's 60-40. 60-40. Yeah, mm-hmm. 60-porter, 40. Premium. Yeah, premium. It keeps a lot of the profile of the porter. Like it does. The roastiness of, the, of the, the, the malt and just like that bit of chocolatiness to it that comes from it. It's just awesome, and like you're saying, it was the it's like a it's like a hearty brew, and it also like what I even said, it, t- it gives a little bit of that premium without you know if you want to try a little bit of premium if you don't have it, it yeah, it kinda, you know readily available. Yeah. Black and tan is kind of like your closest, but also it kind of like lightens it saying. up too. So if you're not like a particular dark beer drinker, black mm-hmm. and tan is a good beer to start. Yeah, like because it the the mix of premium kind of levels it out and it kind of thins it out a little bit too. Yep. Uh, Jen, thank you so much uh, for coming in and hanging out once again. Jen's the the podcast VIP. She supports all the channels for the most part. She's amazing. Uh, <clears throat> Thanks, Jen. Yeah, my acid reflux is at us. I had a buffalo chicken pizza yesterday, uh. and it just like I feel like a full balloon. <laughs> um, yeah, black and tan. Where am I at here? Yeah. So we're drinking our and our, thank you for the share. That's what I wanted to say. Our Chetty black and tan is also fantastic. 
Have any of you ever had a chip? Now, this is our own little concoction. Hopefully, we nailed but, it. Uh, but. If I remember right, uh, in the beginning, this is actually what it was, and this started as a barroom creation. And I, um, I'm pretty sure they used to call it a 50-50. Okay. Uh, instead of a black and tan. Uh, but that, that, that's what they did it before. It was Chesterfield, and you, you got the wheels turning there on me. Yeah. It's always a good thing, though, at least. Because, well been around for a little while that would long. be yeah <laughs> honestly that'd be another thing chesterfield can do is like a limited release or like a fun time like hey black and tan but we're gonna instead of premium we're gonna do the chetty version yeah let's see if they can like put that out there like all right so when are we gonna go talk about chetty because we kind of <laughs> well we can dive in the we chetty now right, so that, the reason we save the chetty is because we wanted to do the black and tan. the 50 50 black and tan or however it's I, talked about but i yeah. think i like it better than the regular black and it, tan. It, i do too yeah. i do as well well yeah. chetty's involved so <laughs> i think it's a lot it's really so, a lot smoother too this all right much smoother chetty i love chetty like uh it's a shame you can't get Chetty anywhere else. Like, I've never seen Chetty out of Schuylkill County. I may went upstairs to peed and also changed my shirt. Ah, he <laughs> threw on the Chetty shirt. Like, Chetty... Okay, Lady Gaga. Chetty deserves... Did a costume yeah, change. Yeah, right. <laughs> Chetty deserves a wider distribution. So, Yingling, that's, if that's, you that's are the listening... It's the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. This is the yeah, closest yeah, thing yeah. we're going to get to an IPA out of Yingling right now. Anything crap-wise. But, like, to find... Like like I said, I, would, I keep... Like I said I kept, earlier in the episode, I keep joking about, hey, when are we going to get that double dry hop Chetty to find out that Yingling or Chetty actually is dry hopped already. Yeah. And you're like, what? <laughs> like, it has that, it has that hop that hot bitterness to it it, has, it does have the floral notes it's it's crisp and clean as long as it's not skunked which we're going to talk about once we're done our lineup that my only other gripe too what's what the green bottles the green bottles see i don't want the chesterfield to get out of a green i'm okay with it getting out of the green because all right let's talk about it right but now they can it now too though yeah let's well yeah. I, that's i usually i 99 of the time will buy chetty cans yeah it's a great so cans. so for anyone that doesn't know uh the color of the glass, the role that that plays in it is uh, sunlight actually affects the microorganisms that, that, well, any light, but sunlight is yeah, usually the most, most potent, yeah. but uh, it actually affects the microorganisms that live in the beer, and uh, sci real science has proved that brown bottle, good for beer, the green dark blue. bottle, yep. clear bottle, the worst. not good for mm -hmm. beer. And uh, the sunlight changes the balance of the microorganisms yeah. that live in the beer, and it actually makes it taste bad. Yeah. So, yeah. like, when you get a skunk beer, like, n I swear, I get, like, 90% of the time, if I will ever get a Heineken at a bar, mm -hmm. it is skunk because it's been sitting in light all the time. Yeah. And, uh, you can let it get cold and warm all you want. That doesn't really do anything to it. But the light is what really will kill a beer. Oh, yeah. definitely. And green bottles, like or clear bottles, like Corona and all those Mexican beers and stuff that are always mm -hmm. in clear bottles or like MGD, like that will affect it. Because that's what I my gripe about Weiss is, and I told them this when I was there, and like they, just, they don't give a shit. They don't care. They're Weiss. Yeah. I'm like, that mix of six you got over there with the freaking sun facing it 99% of the day, that's why I was kind of scared of these. Yeah. Like, they're going to kill your beers. I love, I love, I think Weiss is a great selection, but it, as someone who, like, for us, when we do our show, we want to try to bring the best version of the beer possible to us. Now, we live in a black hole when it comes to craft beer unless we're getting trades or we go to the brewery ourselves and we're driving far away. Yeah. Our Humboldt Tap, 
Humboldt Tap is amazing. Um, but that too, we have to rely on a, cra- a growler pour, you know, what yeah. I mean? and that's tough too. So we always try to bring the best version of the beer to the table. So when we got this lineup, we're like, man, our best bet would probably be Wise because we can do the mix. Yeah. But the problem is, is the way Wise is set up, um, they don't. Sometimes you may get a pack that came in cold and they pull it out and put it warm. Like they don't really know about the beer thing about that. And some of their beers sit in direct sunlight all day. Yeah, that like their entire mix of six sits right in direct sunlight all day. These must have been pretty fresh because the, they're the one not in Potts, in, Yeah, this is the one in yeah, Pottsville. Yeah, one in Pottsville mm-hmm. sits in direct sunlight all day. It should not be. It should be where it originally was, right by the register. Yeah, but when they changed for all the wine crap, they decided to kick beer to the side. And even like if they would even rearrange the shell, the, like the shelving, even for like a little bit of the product. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's not like that whole wall yeah. when you walk in, like oh. like their whole PA beer feature is facing the window where the sun hits it ninety percent of the yeah. day, which is scary because I, I mean. If you're someone who makes beer and you walk in and you see your beers where they are in the wises, or like Yingling, and then people, you know, you go grab a, a lager or a Chesterfield, and they go to taste right, and they're like, "Oh, this tastes yeah. skunked. I hate this." Like it could it can turn someone off of a good beer for forever. Yeah, you like, have one bad beer taste, you're like, yeah. "Oh, I'm not doing that ever like again." I said, so often, I'll order like if there's absolutely nothing on the menu that I like, and I'll see I like Heineken when it's good is it's good. It's a good yeah. lager, but like. So often is it skunk because it's in a green bottle. Yeah. And because it came from all the way. Like, I don't know. As far as I know, Heineken doesn't brew at all in the States. So it's all coming from Holland. Jen says in the chat, she is uh, she's dying to try the Warhead beers. Um, I'm not trying to. I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be the one. Stay to be away from Green Apple. Uh, but <laughs> I'm, for someone who tries a lot of sour beers, um, they were fun. But I don't think you're missing anything if you miss Can out open on it. That's it. Backtrack to the skunky ones there yeah. a little bit. Like uh, uh, when I was in the military, I was stationed in Hawaii for a while, yeah. and I uh, used to get some off the wall stuff from around the Pacific. There, yeah. I used to I used to get this beer from Papua New Guinea, and it actually had pull tab caps on the bottles. Yeah, and um, the rough handling and the the seal or the seam on the the, the pull tab would break on the cap. And uh, that would be nothing to open a case and have like six or seven of them with a layer of fungus like this, oh, this yeah. high off the top of the beer because air got into yeah, them. Got oh, air man, got the in fungus in. among yeah. us. <laughs> this, is our, this, is our, this is our last one. This is our last one. This is the, the we current. We ripped through on lo- well, the mean, yeah, To be bottles. fair, they're 12-ounce bottles and there's yeah. four yeah. of us. Yeah. And, and we, like, we, we got more. That. Wow. We made another beer out of it. Um, Yingling, <sighs> America's wow. oldest brewery. And Hershey, America's most iconic chocolate, are collaborating for the first time in their history. Secondly, I mean, this is the second yeah, one this of this beer, too. Wow, that's rich this in the, the Hershey bottle. syrup. Yeah. Holy uh, shit. First time it's been bottled. Last time it was only in draft. So um, to provide a once-in-a-lifetime coll- uh, creation for their loyal fans to enjoy. America loves its beer, and America loves its chocolate. So Yingling and Hershey have joined forces to bring the best of both worlds to their fans in a limited edition Yingling Hershey's Chocolate Porter. This collaboration gives consumers the opportunity to savor and indulge the unique beer from America's oldest brewery and America's beloved chocolate brand. Um, Yingling Hershey's Chocolate Porter is a fresh take on Yingling's 200-year-old uh, dark-brewed porter. Don't miss your chance to enjoy a limited-time-only America's number one craft brewery. Yingling comes together f- with America's most iconic... Ch- Holy crap, they're repeating themselves a lot. Uh, <laughs> most chocolate br- Hershey's brand for their first-ever collaboration, Yingling Hershey's Chocolate Porter. Um, 
All right, I have I have to talk. Real I quick, have to go talk for it, buddy. Fuck it, I want to talk. Let me let me finish. <laughs> Thirty six thousand check ins, three point nine four. Fo- friends check ins, forty six four point one one. So this is the highest rated rated Yingling beer right out right now. So if that goes to tell you anything, from what the rumors have been saying, this is going to be a seasonal beer. With Oktoberfest every year, so but that's no. I think fair. this would be their win- technically their winter their winter beer. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, and that, and and rightfully so. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you really have that really pungent chocolate scent off the off the glass. Yeah. It's so, really nice. It's a nice that like dusty like cocoa. Yeah. So it's what like, I wow. yeah what I understand is in the Holy brewing shit. process they use the syrup, the baking cocoa, and the nibs like for like wow. Hershey's kisses. Yeah. So like this. Smells like if you ever cracked open a tin of Hershey's cocoa for like baking, that's what this smells like. Yeah, this it's definitely baking chocolate with it. What one hundred percent? I would definitely say like when you're drinking it, it has the little bit of the aspects of the chocolate and then yeah. also the Yingling porter yeah, in it, it as it well. All, it shines. Like this wow. is the the talk of the town. It's yes. been it's been well. I drank well when we had it on the show. We had it like how many times and kind of wanted to. We had like, it in draft at McNiff's. Yeah. In draft, Crowler, um, that's pretty much we all, had it quite a bit. Yeah. We had it quite a bit. Like I don't know if last year was an oversight, but like the amount of insanity around this last year when this came out and it was only on draft was people are insane. buying like Kate like like multiple twelve packs. Well no, I'm talking on, like Facebook. Right now, I'm talking last that's crazy. We're getting to that. Hold on. Okay. Hold that <laughs> for a second. Last year. We're talking about last year. Okay, right yeah. Now. So last year. When this came out, you could only get it growler, crowler, yeah. or on draft somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like the craft house in Minersville, in a day, all their crowlers were gone. Yeah. Like, and then. They were the only people that were actually canning it. Yeah. So then for the next like, week or so, same deal. It was like, boom, dead. Like everyone that was doing growler fills that day, gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was insane. Yep. And I don't know if that's a mix of just people, oh, it's the new Yingling, because you do have a lot of people that aren't aware of how craft beer it's works. It's the new Yingling. But it's Hershey's chocolate. Yes, that too. And because apparently Troes has been after them for years about getting a collaboration, and they were like, "Yeah, yeah." That's what that's what I hear. I don't I don't know the so, whole percent about that. So part. we had a, I don't without I don't want to get too much into it, but we had a we had a, I don't know if it was sent. It wasn't first party. I definitely tell you that right now. So we don't have a direct connection with Yingli at all. But someone who knows someone who knows someone who follows our page. When the Hershey chocolate was first even spoke about, it was in a board meeting, and it was shown on a, a PowerPoint presentation. Uh, a PowerPoint presentation, <laughs> and it was sent to me personally, and then I sent it to the people in chat. I said, "Do not put this online, because I don't want I don't want to be the people." Because here's the thing, it is our backyard. We respect Hershey, and it's not our place to break the news. You know what I mean? And I want to be considered someone who is also like (laughs) reliable. Uh, Yeah, yeah. reliable. So if I get information, I'm not going to blurt out your information. I want to. I don't want to be that person. So everyone, I mean, for the most part, and Bob doesn't in this, but everyone who's in our group chat right now can contest that we got this way before. Oh yeah, way before that was even talked about. And same with the the mango. And it's just like we're not going to break the news because it's that's not our that's not what we want to do. But we knew this was coming, and we were like, "Oh, this is going to be insane." And then the news finally broke, and we're like, "Dude, we're pumped." Then we then we started openly talking about it when the news broke. But when this was first announced, we were like, 
this is the big this is this is like once again we want her we want yingling to kind of take that step you know what i mean that and because like how chocolatey the porter itself is exactly just lends to everything that's in here so like See, and, I, and actually, that's um, a good point. When we brought this, this up the other day, I, I, I think this is even better than last year's. It is, honestly. I agree. Mm-hmm. But someone has told me, too, that they didn't change the recipe, which is really mind-blowing to me. And I had it the other night on tap again at the Craft House in Pottsville. Or not the Craft House, the, uh, the house? Crimson House. The Crimson, Crimson yeah. House. I had it on tap at the Crimson House. Um, listen, on, on tap, it was good. It's better in bottle. It's I, more chocolatey in bottle. Sometimes you get that rare fluke that it happens where, like, the can or bottle is better than the actual tap, which See, is pretty the crazy. The thing is, though, I I have not had I have not had it on draft yet this year, so I don't know if they reformulated it slightly. I've had a shit ton in bottle, and then I had my first See, one on that, draft. Now, now, for me, that's a difference because the first time around I didn't have anything in a bottle or a yeah. can, and mm-hmm. now this time that's all I've had. Yeah, so, like I weird, think it's, it's better this thing. year. I do think it's better. I had it on draft, so I'm I'm here to tell you right now. I've drank a shit ton of it in bottle, and I had my first draft Yingling uh, Yingling Hershey, and it's way better out of the bottle. You know what I think it might be is the probably the particulate matter that when they bottle it, kind of concentrates a little bit because it's like if way you're, more if chocolate. Nothing wrong with that because if you're looking at a keg, like let's say you're you looking at hit, draft, you have to hit the bottom of the keg. Exactly, to get that. exactly. If you're looking at a keg. Once that keg settled, all that shit settles down to the bottom. Because like, no matter what beer you're doing, you're gonna have that mix. That Absolutely. Even if you mineral, can't see yeah. it, it's yeah. There, any right. of that solids that might be in there is gonna settle all the way to the bottom. Mm-hmm. So I mean, and and a keg like, there's not like a thing that goes to the bottom of the keg. It's like the keg's at the top. Yep. So and it's just pressurized. So yep. it's like the bottle. I think that's why it's like that because you like those extra particulates from because these. Especially the baking cocoa is not fermenting out when yep. they do this. I don't know where they add it in the stage of the beer, mm-hmm. but like that's not fermenting out because there's no sugar in it. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's just concentrates a little bit more in the bottle. I think I, that's like I said, I've from. had so this. I'm on my second. If you don't mind, turning up the vi- the vibrator. No, sorry, I, 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 I meant through. to pick it up. That's okay. Table. Um, the yeah, the the if you had it in draft in a bar, and you're like, ah, I don't taste much difference. Please seek this out in bottle. I know it's sometimes tough to find. It's really not, though. In Schuylkill County, we're, you don't have a problem finding this. If you're outside of Schuylkill County, find someone who's in Schuylkill County and Actually, have them buy it for you. so from what I know, the distributors mostly in Eastern and Central PA are good. Yeah. You can even get out of Pittsburgh. Okay, cool. Right now. Um, it's it's lesser in that area right now, but it's getting better. Um, and the, like the Wegmans and stuff like that, they are really hammering it down. So yeah. you should be able to find it pretty much most places in Pennsylvania. It is interesting. You ha- you called to the Dark Porter. Um, okay, I think that's what they're trying to do. The Dark Brewery, the Bre- Dark Bird Porter. I think that's like the new name they're going yeah. for with this. Um, it is very chocolatey. Yeah, it has a really high chocolate. Car- like, I don't know if they use chocolate in malt or it's like- more chocolate and is roasty. Yeah. So like the porter, it just lends everything to this. My only gripe about this that I have is the hype. Like, the hype is, I mean, it's great. It's amazing beer. But mm-hmm. now that it's a seasonal, and the thing that annoyed me the most is that people, the the week, because a lot of places released it, like, days early. A little too early. Yeah, it was supposed to come out, I think, on the 29th of September. Mm-hmm. And places, like, they had it, like, the Thursday before. And people were going out and buying, like, the pallet out, which I hate that for people. It's like, yo, 
it's going to be available for at least the next three months. Mm-hmm. Don't go fuck anybody else that wants to like actually enjoy it. Enjoy it. Yeah. Get your twelve pack. Hit the road. Yeah. Like I bought a twelve pack the, that Friday. Well, I, I think because it was only available in tap last year. Yeah. So when people seen it bottle, they probably immediately went to like. Black Friday Christmas it's shopping probably, mode. I mean, that's probably part of it. I know they, they made it known that this is a new seasonal. Yes. So like it's gonna be available for good, at least until good, December. Good for that too, because yeah. I, this this is a this, this is, is too good of a beer to never come back. Yeah. Like yeah, honestly, this is a solid this is, to have keep the I, I think keeping it as a seasonal is awesome too, to keep that burnout away. Yeah. Because like if you kept that as a year longer, like no. it, it would lose its no. luster. This, this is this is a beer right here that I look yeah. forward to snow on the ground. Christmas Eve or Christmas dinner with your family and people are drinking Hershey chocolate beer. Yep. October, November, December, that's re- where it really is going to sneak uh, exactly. in. Exactly. I would lean, just for me, I would stick with your Oktoberfest, October, November, and then December, January would be your Hershey chocolate. That's yeah, I, the way I would I think do it. this should come... Well, I mean, every... I Her- swear. Wait, Hershey, January, February, because February is also like Valentine's yeah. Day with the chocolate. So I, I, th- I feel like every... like It's like it's the pumpkin beers. They get earlier and earlier every year. I think... There needs to be a readjustment there somewhere. Like, yeah. I don't want to be drinking a pumpkin beer. Late in... August, early September, maybe. But I don't even. August shouldn't even mean the question. All of the Oktoberfest dropped way too early this exactly. year. Exactly. And right. it's even, not. Even Yingling's Oktoberfest yeah, came out in July did. this yeah. year. Yeah. It's yeah. like. What? It's a oh, fall man. beer. Make Keep it fall. Yeah. yeah. Like, I agree. Uh, like, I remember a few years ago, uh, back when the pumpkin beers really started getting huge traction. I was in North Carolina at the beach in like August, the first, the second week of August, it's literally still a hundred degrees out every day. I go in and I'm like, all right, I need something light for the beach or like maybe a shandy or something. And I go in and say all these fucking pumpkin beers. Sorry. I'm, uh, it happens. I see all these pumpkin beers and I'm like, deep. yeah, <laughs> I see all these pumpkin beers now and I'm like, dude, it's August. <laughs> yeah. It, it does. Listen, I know it sounds petty and it sounds stupid, but it makes a difference when you're drinking a darker porter or a chocolate or a stout or an Oktoberfest and it's still too hot out. It, it yeah, does make it a difference. It's not the same. Like a dark, heavy, heavy beer is not awesome when it's a hundred degrees out. There has to be like some logistics 40. behind it. Apparently, because yeah. if they're doing, if they're doing it that way, they're like, oh, we're going to push well, you it know, out. That, that's another summer. thing too, is uh, when they come out, that early i think and you know maybe there is no difference in this but the first thing that strikes my mind is is like uh, there's no place in the united states where jeez <laughs> where, where they've already harvested pumpkins in august yeah um you know are they importing these from someplace else is, is it all canned is yeah. it um is it artificial flavoring that's in the mix too. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of uh, factors that really go into the beer when it comes to that, and it really makes a huge difference. Like I usually never get up and take a pee during a show, and I but we're a lot of beers deep, and I chug like three liquid deaths before this show. So I've, I've been hydrating because I, I had a long day yesterday. So apologize for people who are watching who have seen who are seeing us getting up and leaving. But it's we're we're we we come to a show hydrated, so when you drink a lot of beer, um, you don't get as we're not getting hammered during the show and we can still be coherent and we're not slurring drunk idiots um yeah so oh, i'm sorry ben if you want to finish your no, statement no, i was i was done anyway no you're good well ben since andy got up and leave we'll go counterclockwise here what a, if you had to pick oh god your three favorite yingling beers and i'll even give you an honorable mention wow you're giving me an honorable everyone's mention. getting honorable mention. holy shit yeah, you're not special everyone's getting one well, who cares? You're throwing the fourth beer in there, so yeah. whatever. Only because um, I have, only because I have a horrible mention. I'm giving it to everybody else. <laughs> so let's let's be completely fair. Like, 
I mean, I really like the chocolate porter this time around. Like, I think it, I think it's that blew right? me. I think that really blew me away like the most because like you've been avoiding it. Well, I never really wanted to. I didn't really wanted to get it because people are gonna like be like flies on crap about it and you know try and just mass buy it. Like, yeah. I'm like, all right, cool, whatever, and I just don't want to get into that. Type well, of neg- negativity. Both, both times I bought it, it wasn't something I was like rushing to beat people for. I just happened to catch you know, it like the other right people time. though. That's yeah, what I'm no, just I'm trying just to say. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I re- I'm really ve- I'm very surprised how the Hershey chocolate porter came out in the bottles. I'm really surprised by that. I really love the smell. I love the taste of it. That's definitely going to be one that's going to rank up for me. Like I would say number one. Really? Um. So we'll, just we'll because. Just, we'll put it out. You're number one. Um. I would also say. Whenever I would over go to my buddy's place, I'd, he'd always have cans of premium, and in the can and in the balls, a little bit different. Is that your the number ca- two? Yeah, the can hits a little bit different, and it, and it tastes. I think it tastes a lot better. Like it's just that perfect, you know, drinkable beer that you're gonna have. You're gonna slug a few, and you're just gonna be like, excellent. Like I can I can power through a whole bunch of these. And uh, last but not least. I think one of the other ones then, too, I think that might be a little bit of a dark horse with everybody else. I really like the Golden Pilsner. The Golden Pilsner really actually is super – it's very smooth. Like, it's just like – it's so smooth. It's just like you're drinking regular beer, and that's it. Mm -hmm. Like, no – like, if you don't like that – if you don't like the taste of Yingling Lager, like the, the signature taste of Yingling Lager, Pilsner would definitely be one that would be That's a, good a, great, a great introductory beer for somebody that wants to try Yingling overall. That those are definitely my top three. I really like I really like them, and like even the premium has a little bit of a. I think premium is a little bit better than Yingling Lager. That's just me, and I because I drank it so much yeah. too. So like. Blasphemer. Oh, <laughs> uh, whatever. But I'll give you the honorable mention of lager just because um, I'll give you the honorable mention with lager just because it's just a staple overall. But, you know, when you get to the point where, like, you drank how many lagers over at Trip and Billy and, you know, <laughs> you got used to that taste and then you switch to premium and you just want that, you want the yingling taste, but at the same time, something a little bit smoother. My dad, my dad got me into the premium, that's premium a, that's too. A solid, so. That's a solid lineup, Ben. It's a real solid lineup. I, I even gave you all critiques for every other I one like of them, it. too. I like so. it a lot. Mm-hmm. That's, that's important. <laughs> Bob, what is what would be your number one yingling And on that note, i got to pee. Go ahead. I Listen, man. Mm-hmm. Well, make sure when you get up, you always mute your mic so you don't smash your headphones off it. All right. You're good. I got it already. Oh. Yingling Lager number one for Bob. This is this is something we don't do often. We don't. Everyone. We all kind of pick that beer of the night. Yeah. Beer of the night. Yeah. So but it's, yeah, I, I, that, I, I fell in love with that when I came home from the military. That's uh, still probably my all-time favorite. It's my go-to. Um, Five hundred fourteen. Yeah. Right. That. Bob you, is the logger king on Untapped. My goal right now is to become the Chesterfield king. So you you've inspired <laughs> you've inspired me. Yeah. But you were gonna say something. Nope. Okay. <laughs> uh, Black and tan, number two. Chesterfield, number three, and your honorable mention. Porter, number four. All right. So Bob is lined up. Traditional lager, black and tan, the Lord, and Porter. All right, Andy, your your top three with an honorable mention. All right. So 
the Lord is the number Lord is one. my number one. I goddamn love this beer. Uh, Chetty, like I said, it needs it, more merchandise. It does need more merchandise. You cannot go buy a glass, a porter, uh, a Chesterfield glass at the at the uh, really at the at the gift shop, dude. The uh, there are like Pilsner glasses branded Chesterfield. Are so awesome. when you go to bars, yeah. they send they send like the big tall boy glasses yeah. to bars. And I was at a bar the other day. And I'm not one to be a thief, but I went to the bartender. I said, "Hey, if you when you guys run out of those glasses, or you're getting like you you know you're, you're getting sick of using them, save one for me because I re- I want to try to collect every as much as I'm trying to you're get the t-shirts because I just steal them. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> I don't want to be that guy. So they're glasses. They're not paying. So if you're if anyone owns a bar and you have the Lord Chesterfield Tall Boy glasses or anything, I'm trying to collect. I have a golden one. I think I have a traditional lager. Uh, someone gave me the ta- the Taiku glasses. That's what they're called, right? The two glasses, Taiku glasses. I have a Hershey chocolate one that somebody gave me. Plus, I went up to the brewery and oh, bought one. That's more of a snifter. Snifter, yes. Yeah. So I have one of those. That someone, Tulips, whatever. Yeah, we somebody the, when we did the episode at McNibs, they gave us one yeah. or two, and yeah. then I went up and bought one as well. But I. I want a Chesterfield glassware. Yeah. I want a chalice well, for Lord Chesterfield. You make oh, it fucking grand, grandiose, man. They need to make a chalice for the Oktoberfest. They, like should, a make, stein, they should make a a, the actual oh, like, awesome. Oktoberfest glasses. There's so many breweries now that are making those Oktoberfest glasses with like the scooped out... Um, the scooped out glass and all—they look really nice. Yeah. I have a, I have a quite a bit of them like the too. The stein glass, where it looks like it's like. Oh, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. you mean like with the ceramic yeah. and all. No, just still glass, but it looks like a stein. Mm-hmm. No, I thought you were talking about. Yeah, yeah, the, it has, yeah. A, it has yeah. a thumb holder. Yeah, so. that'd be awesome. Yeah, they're like some of them are like really elegant. Yeah. So the Lord is my number one. This is my favorite Yingling beer. And Yingling, if you want to hire anyone for help, help making beer ideas or please, merchandise. the Field. <laughs> You're already dry hop. Give me a double dry hop version of this. Let's do it. My number two is going to be the Porter. It's a good pick. The Porter, like this beer, blows me away. Um, it is such a great beer, and it's underrated, and I think it's underserved as well. Like, I think this needs broader reach, uh, just like Chetty. Like, when the chocolate Porter came out. So many people were bitching about it. Like, oh, it's thin, mouthfeel, blah, blah, blah. It's a porter. It's yeah. supposed to be like that. It's on the stout. Like, I don't know. There's so many people <laughs> that when this came out, they're like comparing it to a stout. And it's not a stout. Yep. So, like, it's a porter. It's going to be a lighter beer. It's darker in color, but it's going to be lighter beer. But the porter by itself without the Hershey's chocolate, it doesn't even need the Hershey's chocolate to be that awesome of a beer. Like, the roasty, the chocolateiness to it, it is fantastic. I've been on the fence about my last one, but I'm going to have to go with the lager. It's traditional, boy. The lager, I mean, this is what I based every single beer in my current life off of until I knew there was more than this. Like, because when I heard lager and then I'd see, like, Budweiser, I'm like, that's not lager. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, before I knew lager was called lager because of the way it's made, like, I based everything off of this. Like, it has a nice, rich amber color. It is full-bodied. It is everything you want in a nice, hearty beer. And you can't go wrong with it other than being in a green glass. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing about it is you're just talking about Stein. So I don't know if all the classes got them or not, but my 2001 graduation class of Pottsville, we had a Stein with <laughs> it's a Stein with all of our names on it. Glass of 2001. Um, but the, the My graduation class, our keynote speaker was Dick Yingling. Nice. Our, our, I'm sorry. Our dignish, distinguished alumni was Dick Yingling. And I'm 99% sure, like, most of his speech was an advertisement for lager quartz that were just coming out. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's what I remember from it. And then we went out to, we uh, camped at an Indian run and drank a bunch of lager that night. Yeah. So, no. Um, okay. I had no condoning of underage drinking, but yeah. 
We did it. Now uh, I remember what the type of glass. It's a tanker, and then there's the steins. Yeah. The tankers oh, yeah, yeah. are like the Tankered, ones without yeah. it. Yeah. 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 Well, it used to be like a Slim Jim one. Yeah. We had the Slim Jim one, the first appearance of the tanker on uh, the Seltzer shootout. Take a look at that one. Yeah. Honorable so mention. I'm torn. I'm going to go with the premium. So you went, you went with a traditional lineup. You, you went with wow, no seasonals. Premium. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, I love. Don't get me wrong. I love the seasonals, but they're seasonal. I, I think it's reason. very. I think it's very fair in your lineup. I and agree. like these are and and the premium. Like I will any day of the week. I will take this over any other mass-produced macro type of beer. Yeah. Like the premium is super solid. Um, Chetty's the number one. And all these. These seasonals are amazing. The seasonals I mean, are bangers. They are the the Hershey's chocolate porter. I would love to try a bourbon barrel aged chocolate porter. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. So Yingling, Ew. if you're listening, Ew. hook that up. Ew. If you th- if you thought the Hershey <laughs> chocolate would be a, it's it's good. <laughs> that's gonna be my last. All right, well we'll save that because that's, that's how we're gonna end the episode. Those are my four right there. All right. Well, I'm gonna remove these yeah, because make, my, make that like a limited edition every year, like ten yeah. percent of the run. Yes. Right. Released that in December. Because um, we before, need a good winter yeah. warmer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so before I read mine, uh, Justin, thank you so much for hanging out. So if you don't follow or you want to look for another awesome beer content page, besides our boys at Beer uh, Beer You Are and, uh, and Breweries of Pennsylvania and uh, all those amazing uh, what was, uh, PA Brewery, mm-hmm. uh, go check out Beer, Food, and Fun over on Facebook and Instagram. So Justin runs that page, and they do an amazing job, and they talk about places you can get beer as well as amazing amazing food um so his top yinglings in order are oktoberfest black and tan and the traditional lager so if anyone else before this episode is over if you want to list your top three we will give you a shout out in the episode right now my number one by a mile is the lord oh i didn't see that coming yeah oh my <laughs> i mean, God. I mean wow. that's that's not a, that's not a shocker <laughs> my, num- my number two is the golden pilsner okay that's my number two my number three is the oh. flight. Um, just uh, and I, you know what? That never crossed my mind unless having them back to back. You can definitely see that. If, how we said, what is the light version of this? Like, yep. what is the the big? It, it is. It definitely tastes like the golden. So if we're onto something, that would be cool if we kind of figured out through our taste buds. And my Do number break f- the code. Yeah, in <laughs> my num- my number four, my honorable mention is the traditional lager. Now, when I'm at a bar, if one of these two are on tap somewhere, I'm getting. I'm, that's my first beer of the night, right? One hundred percent your go to. When I'm out and I want to go to like watch a wrestling pay per view or a UFC pay per view, and I want to actually pay attention to what I'm watching, but I want to have a couple beers and. Enjoy Enjoy myself, but not get too silly. I'm gonna go get those big boy can flights or a bottle of flights. I think that's a great night. And then obviously the Yingling Lager is always a go-to wherever you are. Mm. I didn't go with the, tradi- the the same with Andy. I didn't go with the uh, the seasonals, but Bolt seasonals when they're out, get them. They are fantastic. Since doing this episode though, and and having everything all at the same time, premiums on my list. I would 100% go out and get premiums. Yep. And just be how much Oktoberfest, I mean, how much uh, Hershey chocolate I have been drinking recently, and now going back and trying to porter of just the porter and seeing how much actual chocolate's in there and enjoying it. Porter's on my list. Porter's something when I go out to, I might like, you know what? I'm having a, a nice yeah, meal. I've, I've always thought that that was good. Yeah, uh, this. Yeah. I always thought the porter was a dark horse. Like anywhere, it's very rare to find it on draft. Um, and when you do on draft, it is phenomenal yeah. like it's such a great beer and and black and tan no definitely black and tan is awesome too yeah. i mean no no knock to the light beers but you know and, and 
it is what it is. I mean, all light beers in my top. The the king of the light beers is in my yeah, top right. my top four. So that would be my lineup. Now, that being said, we kind of alluded to the whole episode. So I'm going to start with Ben again here. Wish list things that you would like to see Yingling do. Real. Be- we're going to limit oh, this. We- besides oh, bringing- yeah, they got me in that. No, besides bringing back the IPL and the summer wheat. Okay. So I think we all want that. I think we're. I, I'm going to go a little bit general and then a few, just a very few specifics. Um, still do a little bit more crafty stuff. Try and break out of your break out of your comfort zone when it comes to it. That would be really wild just to see like an actual IPA or doing something. Even do like a nearly dead um, style of beer, even which would be really cool to do mm-hmm. in my opinion. Because like. We had that. I had that Stein beer at the Brewfest like one or two years ago, made by that uh, Melted Spectrum. I thought it was pretty cool. I think England could do something along those lines in too. Um, definitely bring the Bach back because do that. Do that more as a seasonal for like, kind of bring that in like in turn with like the Oktoberfest. Like buddy it up with the Oktoberfest. Now, Bach is a good winter beer. Yeah. See, but then uh, Bach is usually an early spring beer. Mm. Yeah, so that that would be like if, a, if, you, if you told February, me though, March. would you want the Hershey chocolate or a Bach? I'd go Hershey chocolate all day. Well, I'm, what, what, what Bob said, the Bach that would be a spring beer because there isn't a spring beer current. There's not they yeah, don't have a spring or summer in. beer right now on a seasonal. Yeah, like bring that like Jan, like even bring that in like the like tail end like January February. Bring that because yeah, I think March, when it first yeah. came out, I want to say spring, it was like yeah. January or so it came out. Maybe? But that but that'd be good because that was a solid Bach. Oh, I really Bach liked yeah. and like. In college, we there was like a six pack of it, and they gave you like a little like donkey charm, and they like did the whole yeah, like, like the, the whole thing with thing the goat, yeah, the donkey <laughs> with goat, the celebrator, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was really cool how they did that, and I really would like for them to bring that back again. Uh, one other thing, hmm. well, I, I, we have uh, someone said Bill said a dry hop chetty, and we actually talked about that earlier in the episode. Chetty's actually is dry hopped; they make it dry hopped, so that's interesting. Uh, tried the black cherry; it's delish. I'm not sure what the check. The oh, I guess they were replying to Jen's black. Uh, warhead, oh, the warhead, warhead yeah. And mm-hmm. then someone's cherry. Uh, uh, sure, uh, I'm sorry, I can't read that. She. Someone said light loggers are number one, flights are number two, and golden pillagers are number three. So a great lineup there too. And like even if they even if they did like a little like a small ba- like do like a small batch at Yingling. So like if you want people to come to the gift shop and do yeah. the tour and everything else, then too have like do one do like a one and done type of deal, like a scratch. There's there's on top su- of there there's too. Summer, their summer beer might be coming up. That might it might be that e- that, that mango that, mango, that mm-hmm. mango might be their new summer beer. So that, that those are my critiques with it. I think I think they're doing okay, but br- broaden your horizons, especially what you're doing. The, like when I tried this wise and all. When I tried the mango, it tasted like the flight mango, flight with mango in it. Okay. Yeah. So Bob, wish list for her uh, for Yingling. Uh, I'd like to see him try and do some more barrel age stuff. Uh, you know, to reserve a portion, ten percent or less, special limited edition, whatever. Um, uh, barrel aged. Uh, and uh, exactly what Ben said, I, I, it would be nice to see them maybe do some kind of a scratch series. Um, stuff that works, you keep making. Stuff that's a flop or doesn't meet your sales expectation, it's a one and done. Uh, it's not killing trogues. It's not going to kill them. Yeah. Um, yeah, scratchers, like they have the utility to do it. Yep. Um, and uh, bring back the Bach. 
All right. We're going to hashtag bring back the Bach. Let's do it. Get out there. Hashtag bring back the Bach. Let us get a campaign going based on banging beers. BQ, bring back the Bach. The one other thing I'd like to add is it's not necessarily a beer brand, but Yingling has a lot of history. Again, America's oldest brewery. I'd like to see. I was happy with the premium cans coming back old school. I'd like to see. Occasional releases of vintage packaging. Yeah, that uh, is really even cool. if it's just the case or the yeah. six pack holder, you mm-hmm. know. Yep. There you go. Yeah, I like it. Definitely nothing wrong with that. Andrew, wish list. I, I so I think my wish. I, I used to be like, oh, I need an IPA or something from England. I think I would. I would really like to see from England is stick to those German roots. Yeah. I would love to see like a Berliner Weiss. Hmm. Or a Schwarzbier, like a black lager. There you go. Or yeah. like uh, a German that. wheat, like Francis Connor. Something like that. Like, like I mean, I guess the closest thing to it was summer wheat, but that was more of a Hefeweizen. Yeah. But like a Francis Connor, like, if you've ever had that, it's like a German wheat, it's more like a Belgian wheat. So mm-hmm. like more like a Blue Moon type. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But like, I think sticking to those German roots would be really cool. Like a black lager would be awesome. Yeah. Um, a Berliner Weiss would be really cool. But... um. Also, the Scratch series, I think, would be, like, just test stuff out. Like, you have the tap room in Pottsville, basically, so, like, test stuff. Oh, imagine them, with this kind of a selection, imagine what you could do for a smoked beer. Yeah, oh, Roush beer would be awesome, too. Ooh, I, uh... Well, so, Roush beer's got to be the right version. Like, it's got to be, a smoked beer is something special. you got to do it right. And I think if you stick to that yeah. true German roots versus gimmick, like, um, what's it called? Um... Schnitz Creek, <laughs> they have a Roush beer. They use the wood from the Lebanon Bologna place. Okay, all and right. The beer literally tastes like Lebanon Bologna, which is disgusting. Like, <laughs> like I don't want to drink a beer that tastes like Lebanon Bologna. It's a fun gimmick, but like an actual Roush beer that has like that weird smokiness, smokiness to yeah. it is really good yeah. if it's done right. Only reason why I was like a little bit disgusted with that was just solely because of um, I had uh, Snitz, no, not Snitz Creek, um, Saucony Creek's yeah. uh, smoked lager. I did not dig it. Yeah, there was uh, Sam Adams like had it. a a, a, a Turn me right beer. I forget off. what it was about. That was awesome. But like, I think sticking to those German roots, I think it'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Like, yeah, an IPA would be great and everything, but IPAs are oversaturated now. I'm just like, glad I don't even stole mine. What's that? So I'm just glad none of you stole mine. Like somewhere. I don't need a, I don't need another hazy boy out there. I just like, mm. but um, a, stick to those German roots. I think it'd be really cool. Go with a goza. Yeah, a goza. <laughs> yeah, that's a German. Technically a German. Yeah, <laughs> there yeah. you go. Sea yeah, it's a German version too. Yeah, like, if you're branching it out, hey, open it yeah, up, like, man. Stick yeah. to those German roots. I think it'd be really cool. Um, the chocolate porter is awesome too. Like I think that they need to bring back some certain seasonals though too. Like yeah. bring back the Bach hashtag it. Let's Hashtag Bach. <laughs> Hashtag bring back the Bach. We're three for three. Well, like there's right now. I mean, you think there's no there's no spring or summer seasonal right now. I'm sure there's probably something in the works. The mango probably. I the would, mango that, probably sounds guess. like a summer beer to me. Um, but you know, work on those seasonals. Or, or you could you, they have the capacity to do more than one seasonal too. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of really cool stuff England could do that I think they need to tap into. Yep. And. They're our hometown, That's and they're it. and they're able to do it. I they think. have the they have the especially with the new distribution. Like, there's a lot of really cool stuff that they could do, and I think they could kill it. 
Yeah, I agree with you on on, right. that, on everything there. So okay, you're keeping one in the chamber here. So two, shoot it the, right uh, out. I have two in the chamber, but I think <laughs> oh, I, Jesus. I think there are big ones. There are big ones here. So for the longest time, I said, man, I think besides the 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 Hershey, I think for a craft beer fan, the dream collaboration would be them and Trogues. Oh I'd, yeah, do something together. I'd love That'd to see awesome. a Trogues and. Her and, and and Yingling collaboration. They're the biggest two craft breweries in our area. I'll take that one step further. I would love to see Yingling collaborate with a lot more PA brewers. That being said, mm-hmm. I think right now in Pottsville, Pennsylvania, you have two up-and-coming breweries buying buildings and putting business in your town, right? What if their first collaboration outside of their own brewery is Black Rock or Pilgaroo? Yeah. And help them build up their brand new business. So listen, we don't. We're not going to. They're sell never going to be in comp- competition. No. Yeah, I, I still don't see that happening anytime. Probably soon. not. I I, no. I, 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 I'm not saying it's, yeah. uh, it's a bad idea. I just, uh, I don't think it's in their business plan. Yeah. Get, yeah, it might get, not be. But get more. It'd be people. cool. If they did. Yeah. Get so like if BlackRock opens before Pilgaroo or vice versa, Yingling says, "Come on up, let's make a batch." You sell it in your thing, and we'll promote it as we're not selling it at the tap house. It's only available at BlackRock. It's only available at Pilgaroo. And Yingling helps their the next generation of breweries that's coming from their own town of Pennsylvania to help bring business into their thing and help uprise another upcoming brewery. You know what I mean? I oh, think, no, I, I totally get it. I, yeah. But uh, I, I don't think Mr. Yingling wants to get it, but... We'll see, uh, but that—that's that, my opinion. Yeah, yeah I'm, I mean, I'm not a mind reader. That—that's my number one. My number two is we got the Hershey chocolate porter, right? What going, else? Going back to Reese's, Reese's peanut butter cup. Oh, oh, oh my God, yes, that would be amazing. Yingling well, see, does does Hershey own Reese's? Yes, or? Hershey's Yingling. I'm, I'm sorry, sorry, Yingling's Reese's peanut butter cup beer, chocolate peanut butter. I'm in sweet baby. What? <laughs> yeah, no, an, uh, a Reese's a Reese's porter. Oh my god, that'd a be Reese's. Uh, that's my only two wish list. No, I, would, I would love to see Yingling reach 100% out. That amazing because I'm Hershey. So, yeah, I would. I, I'm all about bringing up the cool things in our area and talking about our local business and making local businesses a thing. I think it would be a great gesture for Yingling to do a small batch collaboration with BlackRock or a small collaboration with with Pilgaroo. Help them get some business when they first start. Help them upcome. So, uh, uh, to bring that back to perspective, like talking about them doing scratches, like uh, uh, the Pilgaroo guys come up with some some off the wall stuff. Like, yeah, uh, they're they're uh, that's like classic scratch. There, I mean, uh, that 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 would be a, a, a amazing thing if it ever happened. Well, here's the cool thing to think about too, right? So you you could do your scratches, right, and not have to take up your big tanks or maybe your tanks in Pottsville. But if the Pilgaroo guys are making, have them make your scratches. Like, send one of your brewers down. Hey, go down to Pilgaroo for a couple hours or one day this this month or go down to Black Rock. They have their own tanks. Let's make our scratch series something exclusive to the town of Pottsville. So if you want exclusive Yingling. So when you go to her, when you go to Guinness, there's Guinness beers that you'll never, ever, ever see bottled. But if you go to the brewery, it's exclusive to the brewery, right? So Yingling yeah. does these exclusive, send one guy down or one of their brewmasters down for a day, brew something with Pilgaroo or Black Rock, and say, 
do you want an exclusive Yingling beer that's only sold here? And then give them that exclusivity so it helps bring business into Pottsville and brings more people into the city. So And then they can turn around and say, because the one thing I, I really, really respect with Trogues is Trogues reaches out to every small brewery in the area and helps them any way they possibly can. And now that there's two companies and two more breweries coming to the area of that, I think it'd be really cool to see. And I think a lot yeah, of people, really cool. a lot of people who are maybe helping and uh, hating on them because they're union, and I have people hating on them because they do this. For them to reach out to the two companies coming up and being like, "Let's work with you guys and do some See, cool now, stuff." That's like one of the things in Tamaqua now with breweries in Tamaqua. Uh, I I don't think the uh, like the the chamber of commerce and the business people in the borough in general realize how much of the out-of-town travel except for days when like the train is there or something yeah. Yeah. is uh, i bet you it's it's an excess of 70 percent of the people that come to town are going to that brewery or are, are going oh to yeah definitely those two breweries they don't realize how powerful the craft beer game is or like just you know, even just like restaurants in general like you go like to a town for whatever and then like you see well what's good to eat mm-hmm and nine times out of time, that's another thing too. You go to out of town, you come to a place. Some most of the time, when you're like, "Man, where can I get a really cool local meal?" A lot of them are breweries. Yeah, even if you're not a beer drinker. I know that 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 would be my two things with Yingling that I would love to see. I'm gonna add one in addition to that. Yeah, add a food to your brew pub. Well, actually, that's what I wanted. I wanted to say too. So, if you go to the Yingling's brew pub, that's not a place where you can sit down, be comfortable, and have a beer. There's no seats at their bar. And everything is standing room to kind of make you enjoy your sample and get out. So, well, are you talking about in the brewery itself or the, the brew gift pub, shop? The gift shop. They have tables last time. Yeah. They have tables, but you yeah. have to stand at them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I, mean, I think that actually adding food to that, making it a true brew pub, would be amazing. So here's the thing too. Simple so food. Once, too. once, yeah. thing, once again, that Yingling can kind of take a step back because they have money. Like, oh yeah, they don't care. Right? So if you want that brew pub style, where you're like, hey, where can you also get? Because I love when places have tap house, like oh, tap yeah. guests. So like, if 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 there's one or two exclusive collaborations with Yingling, and they say, hey, we don't, we're not serving food, and we're not having a sit down style restaurant where you can make money. We we're doing well with money. Black Rock and Pilgaroo are starting out. There are more places where you can sit down, sit at a bar, enjoy a meal, and stay for longer. That's where they kind of say, we'll, we'll not do the food and let those two places be places yeah. people can go and sit. Go up and do your tour. When you're done your tour, hey, during the tour, be like, we also collaborate with two local breweries. Send the local people to now two craft up-and-coming craft places so you can get a nice meal here you can get a nice meal here if you like a chocolate cherry that's at pilgaroo if you want to try a peanut butter porter that's down the street at, at at black rock or something like that and then you can say or you can bar hop and call a uber or scook drive and they can are you it's like a three block walk and you can experience two other breweries in our town and and then on the way there you're walking by all the shops all the gift local business starts sprewing up and yeah. that's all because of craft beer yeah there's a lot of offers, awesome opportunity out there. So yeah, awesome, Ben. What do you got the plug? Going to be getting Warwick Farms, Warwick Farm, which is a local brewery that's outside of um, Philadelphia. They actually have like a whole like um, whole landscape there, and people have been really hitting that up hard. Uh, got it through a buddy of mine because we like he likes when I order beer, and he always chips in half for it. So. He's like, hey, do you want anything from Warwick? So we're going to have some Warwick at some point in time. Cool. We, we are going to sneak more of these Sundays in. Yeah. Um, the Sundays will be out of, like, so for the next, I think for the next, like, three months, we probably have our theme down. So this whole month will be, like, we're going to sneak a couple beers in there, but we're going to do Oktoberfest. Then we're going to, and then we'll do pumpkin Halloween style. 
and then winter beers. And in between those, we might sneak in here every now and then on a Sunday and do stuff like this where we mm-hmm. we do like a showcase of a brewery. Okay. Yeah. So be prepared for that for banging beers. Yeah, we, a lot of cool stuff we're working on right now. Yeah. So. Bob, what do you got? Uh, hit the tap depot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Humble. <laughs> Humble taps. Andrew. Uh, October 25th, uh, Faith and Exiles playing metal at the mansion, at the Yingling Mansion in Pottsville. Got canceled today because of the weather. Oh, today's did, yeah. Yeah. Um, that sucks. But hopefully ours doesn't. So uh, October 25th, Sunday, 5 to 8. Uh, it's Heavy us, metal. Us, it's metal night at the mansion. So it's us, Phased, and Ultraviolent. Um, so it should be a good time. It's our only show we've been able to play this year because of the Rona. Mm-hmm. So that's actually where I'm heading after this is to practice. So um, keep an eye out on that. And then all I got is check out the rest of our content here on the IWEP network. Uh, make sure you check our links. Head over to YouTube or anywhere you can listen to audio podcasts to check out the other shows that we do on this network. Um, this Wednesday, please check out our interview uh, exclusively at the Jim Thorpe Prison. Really, really cool, man. We got to talk to one of the uh, families who bought the prison, learn about the prison, hear some cool ghost stories. It was really fun, man. But uh, that'll do it here for the uh, Banging Beers podcast team on a Sunday doing our first ever full yingling lineup great job andrew thank you for providing the beers today no problem uh we're out of here see you next time peace banging beers banging beers time to bang some beers banging beers banging beers time to bang some beers if you got some beers to bring, you know we're always down to hang. One or two or three more, come see what we've got in store. A beer you and a beer for me, one and one, and that makes three. So if you think you're down to hang, come and join the banging gang. Bangin' beers, bangin' beers, time to bang some beers. Bangin' beers, bangin' beers, time to bang some beers.